It's a hometown tradition, playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends for the pride and glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn football. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeFill Pharmacies, Garing Heating and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage Inc., U.S. Army Lawrenceburg Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels, Gary Trace at Hurlinger Chevrolet, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. It's game time. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. It doesn't get much better than this as we round out the regular season here in southeast Indiana with a big-time rivalry matchup on your hometown radio station alongside Happy Jack. I'm Double T. Travis there coming to you live from South Dearborn High School here at the brand-new Backman Field. Looks absolutely gorgeous, and this will be the first time that South Dearborn and Lawrenceburg will tangle on this uh, brand-new turf. And the rivalry game tonight, there's uh, nothing really on the line other than bragging rights in this game. Happy Jack. Well, I'm telling you, this is high school football at its best. I'm talking cold weather, a rivalry that's, you know, this is one of the things that never gets solved really by who wins or who loses because the rivalry is going to continue on because they both will. They just they want to do one better than the other. And who doesn't? This is like a brother-sister, brother-brother, you know, that uh, sibling rivalry. That's exactly what we've got here. And I'm telling you, on this new turf field, I think somebody wants to come out and make a statement. It's probably going to be those Tigers. But I tell you what, the South Dearborn Knights have some other plans. Absolutely. Coming into tonight, the Lawrenceburg Tigers, 7-1. and one. They are the EIAC 3A champs. They are coming in, winners of seven in a row. South Dearborn, 4-3 and three on the season, looking to uh, notch another winning season if they can get what would be looked at as a uh, slight upset over the Lawrenceburg Tigers. But uh, one of the game storylines, the Tigers are coming in hot, seven in a row. Their offense has been on fire, ranking among the uh, highest scoring teams in all of the state, especially in Class 3A, but their defense is right there, not allowing very many points. I mean, they really are. The Tigers are getting it done on both sides of the ball. Really just kind of amazing. However, that's going to be one of their big challenges is to make sure that they don't, you know, um, become just, you know, uh, assuming that they can always just, you know, pull those games out there, always come in with that fourth gear whenever needed because sometimes it's just not there. Uh, so, but again, they are just poised to really do a whole lot of great things. I mean, do an averaging over 50 points like you were talking about over just the last three games. I mean, just flat killing it uh, as far as from the offensive side and then really, you know, kind of protecting that ball and getting back to that quarterback, causing a lot of defensive pressure. Yeah, um, averaging 40.2 points per game on the season is Lawrenceburg third in Class 3A and their 13 points per game allowed is fifth in the class and their average margin of victory is 27 points per game, which is among the uh, tops in the state. So the Tigers will look to uh, continue to stay on a roll here at South Dearborn tonight. But South Dearborn looking to build off an impressive win at Rushville last week. They hung 53 points on the Lions, and they also scored in all three phases of the game. A bunch of touchdowns on offense. They had an interception that they took back for a touchdown and a uh, special teams uh, touchdown as well. So uh, might need another complete performance tonight from the Knights. 
Well, it definitely is going to take a, you know, kind of a performing on all facets of the game. But kind of the biggest thing for me, uh, the takeaway from that Rushville game was how much offense they were able to continue to keep the pressure on. They haven't been scoring really well as of late in a lot of these games. I mean, they kind of won the games that they're supposed to. Some of those tougher matchups, uh, if they kind of get down early, you can sell mentally. That really just kind of puts them down and kind of throw, they kind of become their own worst enemy. Uh, so that's going to be, you know, one of those things. The Tigers, if they come out with a quick strike, boy, the Knights are going to have to really be mentally tough to make sure they can withstand that and hopefully be able to put some pressure back on. Yeah, absolutely. And there was one game in particular that got away from South Dearborn earlier this season, a 24-18 loss a couple weeks ago at Franklin County. Led that game 18 to nothing at halftime. Uh, very good defense performance against a uh, talented Franklin County team. So uh, that's one that got away from them. But being able to compete against a Franklin County makes you believe that they can definitely compete with this Lawrenceburg team tonight. And it is the regular season finale, a rivalry game, trying to build that momentum going into sectional play. I mean, again, this really is a stair step for both teams, or it could potentially could be, uh, but it's just going to take, uh, again, both sides of the ball, offense, defense. Uh, if you're Lawrenceburg, you're going to try and prepare to make sure you just don't become, uh, you know, just become uh, lazy a little bit. I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, maybe reticent uh, might be uh, in there. And if you're, if you're the Knights, you've got to find a way to get some of that momentum, get, you know, uh, all happy jacked up, so to speak, and just say, come on, boys, we are going to put the fire on for four quarters all the way through. If they can do that, they can really, truly challenge these Tigers tonight. Yeah, and uh, Two years ago, the last time that uh, these two teams met at South Dearborn, the Knights did win that game 20-14 to in overtime. A great game. Uh, South Dearborn actually fumbled the ball into the end zone and recovered it for the game-winning touchdown. A uh, just really hard-fought win for South Dearborn the last time they played Lawrenceburg in a home match. But the Tigers have won four of the last five meetings. Coach Kaniga has been very good against South Dearborn 6-3. and three in his career at Lawrenceburg, while Ram Ballard is 1-4 and four against his uh, rival, Lawrenceburg. But um, shaping up to be a great night here from South Dearborn High School. A uh, beautiful, beautiful weather night. A little chill in the air, which makes it feel extra special here at this uh, rivalry game. So we are going to step aside for a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear from South Dearborn head coach, Ram Ballard. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. As fall approaches, loading the car with friends and family and hitting the local pumpkin patch or that new haunted house is sure to be on your to-do list. And let's not forget the countless Saturday mornings spent taking the kids and their gear to the ball games. That is why now is the perfect time to update your vehicle during SUV season at Hag Ford. Whatever your vehicle needs, the Ford Echo Sport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, or Expedition are sure to make this fall one to remember. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Check out our selection of Ford SUVs at HagFordSales.com. I think everyone here is focused on the same thing, and you can really feel that. And it's good to feed off your, your peers who are all focused on the same goal that you are. Obviously, smaller class sizes, which I think is a really good thing. You're never too far away from your professor, and they're always usually pretty available. I'm Chris, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty for Forever from Gary at Hurlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Three games, no white 
Clearwater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by South Dearborn head coach Rand Ballard. And you guys come into the regular season finale tonight, four and three. You got a uh, winning season ahead of you if you can get past the Tigers here tonight. Uh, it's a big night at South Dearborn. But let's go back to last week. 53 points you put up on Rushville. What did you see from your offense last week? Well, you know, appreciate you having me on, Travis. Um, you know, last week, um, you know, we faced off Rushville team. You know, they're a young team. They're, they're struggling a little bit. So, you know, we take that with a grain of salt. Yep, we put up 53 points. Um, we were happy with that. You know, pick six uh, was in there in a uh, punt return. So, you know, we, we, you know we, we, we build off of it and we go with it. You know, it's our, not our responsibility to uh, take care of who, you know, worry about who we're playing. Um, we just take care of ourselves. And, you know, we came out and was able to do some things successfully. And um, it's like we tell the kids each week, you know, do things successfully and good things happen no matter who you're playing. Absolutely, and it's uh, been a little bit of a weird season for everybody. You guys missed at least one game. Uh, you do have a young quarterback, Logan Tease, just a sophomore. How have you uh, seen his progression uh, throughout this uh, 2020 season? Yeah, you're right. Uh, we do have a young, young, young guy back here taking snaps. And, uh, you know, Logan's progressed each week and every week, and, you know, he's going to get better and better. Um, you know, we're looking forward to the off season for him to uh, continue to strive. And, uh, you know, he's determined. Um, and that's what the best thing about uh, Logan is, is he's, uh, he's driven. Um, you know, I remember when he was in seventh grade and we were at Bishop Delahan camp. And, you know, and he, he told me, he says, Coach, I will be the starting quarterback for South Dearborn. And I said, you know, that's great. And, you know, he's worked, his, he's worked hard to get there. And, you know, having a 6'4 uh, frame and a, a, a good arm, Health that. Yeah, and he's got some uh, good playmakers there on the offensive side of the ball. Now, we've seen kind of a running back by committee. C.J. Rogers has had some really good games, Blake Bartley among others. Uh, what's kind of the thought process behind that? Is that something that's actually built in, or is it circumstantial? Well, a little bit circumstantial. You know, Blake, unfortunately, fell uh, to an ankle injury at the beginning of the year. Uh, matter of fact, we didn't, he didn't play in the scrimmage uh, with Milan or against uh, Seymour Madison. So, you know, we were able to get him back a little bit for uh, – Batesville, um, you know, we just didn't didn't really know where he was going to fit in coming back. You know, he's a playmaker. We want to get the ball in his hands, um, and you know, so we we put him a tail back there against Connorsville, and yeah, he had some success. We came out in offense that Connorsville had to see, so that was uh, that helped that success there. But you know, we we feel putting him at the slot and get, having him on the field, and uh, you know, he's a two way player for us as well. So um, having him get pounded each and every play at tailback was. Was, was kind of a concern. Um, so, you know, we've moved him back to his slot receiver, and he's been playing pretty well for us. And we've uh, talked a lot about offense, but I know your team usually hangs their hat on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, how's your defense been playing over the past few weeks? Yeah, I can't say enough about John Kraft and his defensive staff and what they do, um, you know, here. We're, we are driven by defense. I'm a big believer in, you know, offense scores the points, but defense wins the games. And, um, you know, and I know that's funny to say that, but if you think about it, you know, it, it does. You know, Franklin County, you know, we went out and put 18 points on the board by half. And, you know, and Coach Kraft at the end of the game said, you know what, I'll take full responsibility for that. And I said, you know, well, obviously, I, while I appreciate him saying that, it obviously wasn't um, all the defense. But, you know, in, in general sense, what his thoughts are, we should be able to stop him. And um, I love that about our defense. I love that about our defensive staff and our players have bought into, you know, we are a defense-driven team. And, you know, we hope to uh, – show that tonight and slow these Tigers down because, man, they are 
They are explosive. Yeah, that was leading into my next question. Lawrenceburg's offense has uh, really been clicking over the past several weeks, and you know their uh, quarterback receivers are starting to get a little bit more in rhythm. So how can you kind of get in Garrett Yoon's face tonight and get him out of rhythm and uh, keep yourself in the game? Well, we hope to uh, do some things different. Maybe they haven't seen uh, this week but, uh, or this year yet, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. we got to put pressure on him, and uh, we got to contain him. I mean, he's a hell of a football player, and, you know, with the, the way he can throw and run, um, obviously, that two-way threat is it's like having another back in the backfield. You know, you gotta you got to account for him as well, not just throwing a ball. Um, you know, he's a heck of a football player. So, you know, and he's got some talent to go around him. And that's that's one thing that, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, they're going to, I know they're going to look to get their guys in space and get the ball to their playmakers. And, you know, we'll just, you know, that's why we play the game. We'll line up and see what happens. Absolutely. And uh, outside of uh, slowing down their offense, what's maybe one more big key that South Dearborn needs to have? happened to win the game tonight? Well, we need to execute on offense. That's plain and simple. You know, we've struggled a little bit in, uh, you know, the last couple weeks against East Central. We just couldn't get anything going. You know, we get things going, and then we get a uh, penalty, or we drop a ball, or something like that. We just got to get ourselves clicking. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, we got some playmakers, and um, if we can get the ball in their hands and we can make plays, uh, we feel good things can happen. But we, you know, like you said, we just got to execute on offense and, you know, see and take it from there. And one last thing, you will celebrate your seniors tonight. What's that class meant to you? I tell you what, they're uh, this is a fantastic young group. You know, just like everyone is. Um, you know, this is a, there's 17 of them, and you know, they, what they've had to go through this year, the off season, leaving school in March. You know, having to pull together in the summer for individual workouts on their own. You know, obviously we couldn't be around and we couldn't do anything with them. Um, that was tough. So, you know, this group of kids, you know, on that same side over there with Lawrenceburg seniors, and, you know, I'm just glad the kids are getting an opportunity to play because, you know, every week we play is just one more great notch for them guys in their high school experience, and, and we hope to provide them with a uh, great opportunity, and uh, we'll celebrate them tonight uh, before the game, and then obviously it'll be, it'll be business as usual. All right, well, I appreciate your time. Good luck tonight, and good luck against Greenwood next week, too. Thanks, Travis. I appreciate you having me on. All right, that's Coach Rand Ballard of the South Dearborn Knights. When we come back, we'll hear from Coach Kaniga. This is High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth surgical options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. The most advanced surgery right here. Hey, it's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Pre-game show, Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by Lawrenceburg head coach Ryan Kaniga, whose team comes into tonight's regular season finale on a seven-game win streak, a similar situation that you were in last year. So how do you keep it rolling? Well, that's a, that's a good question. You know, we got a good opponent tonight in South Dearborn, and you know, when you're on a run like we are, obviously a lot of things have went our way, and we've been playing pretty well. And you know, we've uh, out of those seven games, six of them have been running clock. So uh, you know, a lot of our young guys have got some playing time in those games as well. But 
you know, I think uh, for us tonight, that'll be, as I always say, every week getting off to a good start, uh, taking care of the ball, no turnovers, uh, you know, every possession ending in a kick, as we like to say, whether we're punting or <laughs> PAT or a field goal, we want it to end in a kick. But uh, good opponent tonight, we'll have to play well, and I think our guys will be up for the challenge. Yeah, and you mentioned getting off to a good start. Uh, you guys, you know, favored in this game. Is it uh, even more important to get ahead and um, kind of crush the will of the opponent? It is, you know, and and we know it's Lawrenceburg versus South Durban, so we know there's going to be a lot of high energy early in the game. And, you know, all the hype leading up to the game, it's senior night for them, their tunnel that they're going to run through with inner Sandman playing and all of that. But what we really talk to our kids about is just controlling what we can control in between the lines and, you know, being smart and just enjoying the moment and just play by play, do what you're supposed to do and stay focused on your task. And it is important to get off to a fast start. You know, sometimes, especially against South Durban, we've been fortunate enough the last couple of years, uh, you know, to put, put up some points. So, you know, when you can do that to a team consistently, sometimes when it happens again, uh, their mindset is here we go again. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be important. We hope we can do that. And I know we've talked a lot in recent weeks about how well your offense has been playing, but I've been equally impressed with your defense. You pitched a shutout against Connersville last time around. South Dearborn does have some playmakers on their offensive side of the ball, some speedy guys. Is your defense up for the task tonight? Yeah, they are. And, you know, South Dearborn's a hard team to prepare for. I think uh, I know Coach Ballard has Sunday night meetings. I don't know if him and the staff sit around and draw up new formations and pick what they want to run that week. But uh, they got a lot of formations. They got a lot of things they make you prepare for. They got some athletes, as you said. But at the end of the day, for us, uh, you know, we feel that we got pretty good skill guys in the back end of our defense who can lock up their guys. And then up front, we're just playing really well. We're giving up 13 points per game right now, which is statistically is really good. Uh, we're like fifth in the state uh, defensive average. So our guys are playing really well on that side of the ball. And, you know, sometimes the defense don't get a lot of credit because everybody wants to come watch Garrett Yoon and those guys run around and strike up the band, but uh, our defense is playing really well, no doubt. All right, and uh, some of the big goals you had this season, obviously, win a conference championship and a sectional, but do you uh, put the South Dearborn game in that goal, similar to like an Ohio State-Michigan at the college level? Is that something that really means a lot to you? Yeah, it is, you know, and it's a lot uh, for our kids, too. All these guys know each other, and, you know, we really don't, well, we used to play them twice a year, Mm -hmm. so then you had to play them first, and then the last game, so that was really crazy. But, uh, you know, we try to approach it. We don't change stuff in practice. We do what we do, and we have a process that we follow, so we try to do that. But at the end of the week and through that week, the kids know that it's it's South Durban versus Lawrenceburg, and they're going to have bragging rights after tonight. One team is, and it's neat. It's a good game for the community and the schools and the fans. But uh, there, there's no doubt. It's a big game, and, you know, we started to call call it the school west of here, kind of like, you know, Ohio State and Michigan do. Uh, but uh, we have a lot of respect for Coach Ballard and their program and what he's been able to do since he's been here. So uh, hopefully we're in for a good night of football, good weather, and all of us can stay healthy and have a good night. Yeah, and uh, finally, it is the uh, regular season finale, so it's all about keeping that momentum rolling going into sectional play. No doubt, and we uh, we got a, a good draw in Brownstown Central at home. Uh, Coach Reed made us a great job. Uh, you know, you don't win 250-some games like he has and not run a good program. So, uh, you know, main goal tonight is finish off uh, this regular season, which we never knew how far we would get, and uh, finish this off, stay healthy, 
and then uh, enjoy, hopefully, a uh, victory tonight and then uh, turn our uh, focus to Brownstown Central. All right. Well, uh, good luck tonight and good luck next week as you start sectional play. Yep, thank you, and go Tigers. All right, that's head coach Ryan Canega of the Lawrenceburg Tigers. When we come back, we'll have kickoff here from South Dearborn High School on the brand-new Backman Field. Tigers and Knights coming up on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, Dearborn County. COVID-19 case counts continue to rise all around us. An uptake in testing and a noticeable increase in positive cases could be indicative of a potential spike in our area. As you continue to gather with friends and family, please encourage those around you to practice social distancing and wear a mask. Consider outdoor events and activities. If you experience headache, sore throat, body aches, fatigue, or a loss of taste or smell, note that these could be symptoms of COVID-19. If feeling ill, please do not go to work, visit public places, or be near others. To determine your status get tested through your primary care provider or at our local optum testing site this message is a service of the dearborn county health department hey it's bubba bo get all the news weather and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station eagle country 99.3 welcome back to south dearborn high school we're getting set for kickoff here between the south dearborn knights and the visiting larksburg tigers before kickoff let's turn it over to happy jack for the hack four keys to the game well if you're south dearborn you're gonna have to find a way to protect that qb control the time of possession actually try and maybe slow it down just a little bit if they can do that that's good mental execution limit those turnovers for the uh, tigers first strike establish a quick pace which is why they decided to elect to receive yep. that ball first maintain that control but you're going to win it with your d i know we heard that from uh coach Rand, but uh you know i'm telling you uh lawrenceburg d is going to be the uh, big difference maker because both teams can score all right thank you so much for the hack four keys to the game stop by the dealership on us 50 in greendale and get your keys to a brand new ford today Visit HagfordSales.com. And as you heard Jack mention, Lawrenceburg did win the toss and has elected to receive. They will move from left to right on your dial here at the brand-new Backman Field. South Dearborn is set to kick off wearing their red tops and blue pants. The Tigers are in all white tonight. And the Hatfield kicks it away. And that is going to be returned by the Tigers. That's Aiden Gilmore. And he's tripped up and knocked down close to the 35-yard line where Lawrenceburg will start their first possession. Well, I'm telling you, that's the way to stumble. I think I thought he was going to fall about 10 yards short of that, but just able to keep that forward momentum. Uh, man, uh, he may be getting hot early. Let's look at the starting lineup to live, brought to you by CASA. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com for the Tigers. Garrett Yoon there at quarterback. He'll have Adam Bird, Dakota Roth, Daya Patel, and Aiden Gilmore as his skill players. Braden York as a tight end, an extra blocker. Ethan Paris, Colton Roth, Braden Watkins, Lance Bates, and Ashton Craig across the front line with Logan Lang out tonight with an injury. Tigers will start in shotgun formation, and that is a handoff to Bird as he tries to go off tackle to his left. And uh, did get a pretty significant gain there on first down. Yeah, I think really got about five yards, Jack. Yeah, sure, for sure. And, again, I think that's going to be a, a nice way to establish that, although, again, I really thought they might come out, you know, throwing the ball just a little bit. Uh, but maybe they're trying to settle down and, you know, kind of get used to the new turf field up here in uh, South Dearborn. Ball on their own 38 after that run. Another heavy package here for Lawrenceburg. No roulette in there, extra blocker, Jake Pierce. And they will look to pass. Daya Patel on a comeback route. And that ball is just a little bit to Daya's left and will fall incomplete. 
Let's uh, take a moment to set the South Dearborn defense. It is a 4-3 defense on the defensive line. you got Billy Schulte, Bryce Valdez, Jacob Goins, and Dalton Hatfield. At linebacker, Sean Somer, Jarrett Montgomery, and Ashton Kittle. And the secondary for South Dearborn, corners Drake Peets and Hunter Hatfield with safeties Bailey Whitelock and Cooper Barker. So third and five here for the Tigers. See if they can convert a big third down conversion on their opening possession of the game. This would be a big stop for South Dearborn as well. Really would, I'm telling you, because they're going to have to try and see what they can do to try and get some pressure up the middle. And South Dearborn brought a blitz off that left side, but the Tigers hand it off to Adam Bird, and he gets the five yards required for the first down. Yeah, I think that really threw the uh, Knights off there because, like me, they were expecting a pass there. Again, it'll kind of blitz, but did open up the middle and allow Bird to be able to get that other five yards in the first down. Good call from offensive coordinator Mike Manford, a longtime offensive coordinator under Ryan Kaniga. He certainly does have a lot of weapons at his disposal, We'll go four wide receivers, trips here on the near side. First and ten from the 43. Yoon back to pass. Quick strike. Uh-oh. As he hits Daya Patel, his uh, main receiver, and he picks up 15 yards and another first down. Yeah, just a nice good job as far as, you know, getting open and kind of came down, locked the defender out there, turned around, catch the ball, and able to get the first down. Yeah, I like what uh, Lawrenceburg does with that set. They have three wide receivers. On the strong side, Daya Patel all by himself, one-on-one coverage. Nice little comeback route there for the Tigers to move the chains yet again. Shotgun formation, Yoon looking to go back to Patel, and this time he's going deep and overthrows him just a little bit. Good coverage from the Knights. Yeah, I think they were kind of, uh, you know, queuing on that uh, left side, that weak side in this case, uh, was kind of going to be Yoon's first look, although it looks like we do have a Tiger down on the field here. Yep, that is number 53, Braden Watkins, who is starting at center tonight for the already injured Logan Lang. So this could be a, a big injury for the Tigers. And I do want to uh, mention Drake Pete and Bailey uh, Whitlock, uh, Whitelock, excuse me, had the nice coverage on Dia Patel on that last play. But uh, certainly a big moment here already as uh, we have an injury timeout. Injury timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Check them out at beaconortho.com. And uh, this could be huge. Is, uh, the Tigers might have to go further down their depth chart here on the offensive line with uh, one center down and a second on the turf right now. I mean, I know the uh, Tigers are really good at, you know, you know, making changes on the fly, but this could be a very impactful one uh, that, you know, you really didn't plan for. Uh, you know, they've kind of been doing a game plan almost looking at this game and then down down the road, uh, changing out center was probably not in those plans, Travis. Yeah, and uh, as we look to the sideline, uh, junior Micah Foster is um, – Taking some snaps over there, getting ready to uh, potentially come in to fill in at center. And uh, Micah has, uh, you know, played sparingly for the Tigers. Uh, when they get big leads, he's always in there, uh, you know, getting his feet wet at the uh, varsity level. But now he's going to come in and play a significant chunk of time if Braden Watkins can't come back into this game. So, uh, we'll see how uh, Micah does there at center, Happy Jack. We may need to set the drama bed here again, I'm telling you. Tigers will run it. They'll run behind Ashton Craig, but the Knights come up and make a nice tackle there at the 40-yard line. So, yeah, just a couple yards for Bird as Blake Bartley comes up and makes a tackle. No, I'm definitely not surprised to kind of do that run. Again, you got a new center in there. You want to try and do a nice exchange, keep everybody comfortable, uh, just uh, kind of settling down your new quarterback. This time you're settling down your center. Still plenty of beef up there on the front line for the Tigers. Ethan Paris, Ashton Craig, star players. Uh, Braden York, a uh, 6'4", 278-pound tight end, who's an extra blocker for the Tigers. 
Third and seven from the 40. Shotgun formation for you, and he's got two wide receivers to his left. He is going to throw. He's got time, and he throws it up for Aiden Gilmore, who goes up and makes a play. Wow, what a catch that was, Travis. Fantastic. Just kind of avoided the defender and still came down with a ball. Yeah, nice 10-yard game there on uh, third and seven. I tell you what, uh, a South Dearborn defender tried to jump that route, but Garrett did a good job of keeping that ball high and letting Aiden go get it. I mean, I really, you can tell that that's one of those chemistry things. You kind of know how far, how high you can put that ball up for your receiver where nobody else is getting that but him. <laughs> Four wide receiver set for the Tigers. First and ten from the Knights 30. Tigers are driving. And Garrett Yoon is going to be sacked. They may give him back to that line of scrimmage, but either way, definitely not much of anything going on there. Good pressure from Dalton Hatfield, the senior, coming from his right end spot. And, uh, yeah, he did get back to the line of scrimmage, so uh, I guess that will not uh, necessarily be a sack, but uh, still good uh, pressure from Dalton Hatfield, who is among the top defensive players, uh, not only on South Dearborn's team, but in all of southeastern Indiana. Well, again, if they're going to be able to get that pressure up the middle, they're going to cause maybe uh, Lawrenceburg to try and maybe hurry a little bit, which could throw things off and maybe give uh, the Knights a little bit of an edge if they can get a stop here. Second and 10, Tigers driving, 8.20 left here in the first quarter. Opening drive of the contest. Yoon's going to roll to his right, throws it to Daya Patel, who bobbles it, and it falls to the turf. Man, uh, just a uh, just was too quick. Thought he had room to score. You could see all that going on all at once, but you got to catch the ball first. Yeah, coverage there by Hunter Hatfield. Really intriguing one-on-one matchup that we'll see more of as the night rolls on. But now another third and ten for the Tigers. They've already converted two third downs on this drive. You got to think that they're going to take two plays to get the ten yards to keep the drive alive. You really do. Uh, you know, right now it's a big stop for the Knights, though. See what they can do with that pressure up the middle. Empty backfield for Garrett Yoon. Aiden Gilmore in motion, and they fake it to him. Pocket collapses. Yoon is able to dance around a couple of nice defenders. He was able to get a yard or two, maybe one yard. Really nice job from the South Dearborn defensive line. Backfield, Valdez, and company. I'm telling you, that was a uh, South Dearborn had a huddle behind the line of scrimmage. That was fantastic job from the defense. Almost maybe even a better job by Yoon for escaping three different defenders and still turning a loss into a game. Yeah, going to be fourth and nine from the 29-yard line. And, yes, the Tigers are going to go for it out of field goal range at this point. Four wide receiver set, two to each side, Bird in the backfield. Bird's going to motion out. They'll go empty. South Dearborn bringing another blitz, and they flush Yoon from the pocket, and he throws it to the turf. Nice job from South Dearborn to hold strong and force the turnover on downs. Okay, what, if you can be on the positive side of that turnover, Travis, that's probably going to be a good plan for success if you're South Dearborn, or actually probably if you're most any team out there. So South Dearborn will start their first possession on their own 28-yard line. That'll be our first look at Logan Tease and company. He'll have C.J. Rogers in the backfield. His wide receiver options, Hunter Hatfield, Isaiah Otto, and Reese Willoughby. Dalton Trowey at tied in and across the front line, Evan Meek, Alex Rollman, Jackson Goodall, Chase Emmert, and Alex Kemper. Your starting lineups to live brought to you by CASA. Pistol formation for South Dearborn to start their first possession. They will hand it off. And the Tigers' defense is right there to meet the running back. The line of scrimmage was able to fight forward for a, a gain of one or two. And, again, that's just one of those, I think, you know, getting to that first play under the belt, not doing anything too crazy. 
do believe that was C.J. Rogers on the carry, number 25. Yes. Nothing like a little confirmation always does help do that, yeah. Uh, you know, we do like the new design of the uh, South Dearborn uniforms. However, those numbers are a little tough to read. They are a little tough to read, but <laughs> South Dearborn's also had many uh, different ball carriers this year. It has been a little circumstantial, as you heard Rand Ballard talk about in the uh, pregame. But C.J. Rogers in there tonight, and he gets another handoff, breaks an initial tackle, and is able to get the ball out near the 35-yard line. I think I saw a flag come in. Potential uh, for a... Face mask, maybe. I mean, it, he kind of came down awkwardly, but uh, oh, there I see his flag. Waiting for the call. Our officiating crew tonight on a beautiful night from South Dearborn High School. Not a cloud in the sky. Beautiful sunset. And that is going to be a penalty on the defense. Well, I tell you what, uh, they're calling that face mask, yeah, against uh, the Tigers. And I tell you what, uh, that maintaining control is going to have to be a good mental execution game. Uh, I know sometimes those things do just happen. You can't always control everything. But, uh, man, uh, if you're the Knights fans tonight, you've got to, like, wait, we've got a real good chance. We're moving the ball. We're keeping playing smart ball. Uh, see what we can do to try and put something together, a good run. Yeah, and that'll uh, be a first down, moving the ball to midfield. Three wide receivers here on the near side. As they motion Rodgers out of the backfield, they'll swing it out to him. Jace Bohan comes up, makes the initial contact, and the Tigers are going to knock down Rodgers for a three-yard loss. So we've kind of mentioned it already. Uh, South Dearborn hangs their hat on the defensive side of the ball. Usually for the Tigers, we're talking about how good their offense is, but their defense has been among the best in Class 3A. They haven't given up many points at all over the last several weeks. Well, I think we were talking earlier, Travis. I mean, you know, the way that they're able to contain on the outside forces everything into the middle, and they've got so much beef up front there uh, from the defensive side, it just doesn't give that uh, offense anywhere to really go with the ball. And we're talking off the air how much man-to-man they play because their uh, defensive backs are so good. It allows that front seven to uh, really roam free. Logan T's in the shotgun formation. They motion Rodgers out of the backfield. He'll come to the near side and complete the pass to Hunter Hatfield. Pick up about eight yards. I mean, you know, a nice pickup there. Uh, just uh, uh, not a whole lot of uh, extra room there. They're kind of looking for some of those yards after catch. You got to move some of those receivers down when you're throwing the ball that early on, though, because now you're in a third and kind of somewhat long situation, and you hate to be pushing that panic button when you've just gotten a little bit of momentum if you're nice tonight. Well, that'll uh, make it a third and manageable. Trevor Jones checking into the game for the Tigers at right end. He has uh, been out for much of the season with an injury. Good to see him back on defensive line. South Dearborn trying to convert a third down. Same play. They run it to Hunter Hatfield again. I don't know if he got to the 40. I think they're going to give it pretty close. And it does look like he has spotted right there on the 40, so that should be a... Oh, wow. They caught me off guard because the uh, far side, they changed it to fourth down over there. They need to change it to first down. <laughs> well, trying to keep us on our toes, Travis. As Logan tees back-to-back receptions to Hunter Hatfield, who has been his top receiving target this year. Uh, 358 yards, four touchdowns. He's also scored three times on the ground. So uh, Hunter Hatfield is uh, the go-to guy for this night's offense. Got two wide receivers here on the uh, short side. He's in the pistol, and Trevor Jones, there's his official welcome back to the Tigers' defense as he jumped offside. 
Oh, man, oh, man. Every, everyone's getting all amped up. I think you can see some of that frustration coming in from the Tigers. Uh, you know, they've had a few mental mistakes, and then, well, sometimes those mental mistakes just compound on one on top of themselves. Absolutely. Two defensive penalties already for the Tigers, uh, assisting the Knights down the field, although South Dearborn's made a couple nice plays through the air. Um, this is looking to be a pretty good drive here for South Dearborn. we got 5-16 left in the first quarter. And I'm starting to threaten on the Tiger side of the field. I mean, it's the nice it's everything you want to do. You're controlling the pace, controlling the ball, and making good plays. Blake Bartley comes in motion, and they are going to pitch it to him, but he is stopped immediately by Ashton Craig and Ethan Paris, the two best defensive linemen for the Tigers, and that is going to basically erase the offside call. Tigers put them back right where they were a play before. Yeah, I counted uh, seven white jerseys in the backfield there, so I'm not for sure how that worked out. But, wow, uh, just a, a great job from the Tigers realizing, hey, it is our time to kind of rise up, step up here, and make a play. Because, I mean, their defense has been getting it done all year long. No reason they shouldn't be doing it tonight. Ashton Craig uh, was among the first player uh, there to meet Bartley, and he has uh, got a lot of very good D1 teams looking at him. Uh, see on his Twitter all the time, Central Michigan, Wake Forest, uh, Miami of Ohio, UC, Akron, Toledo, um, a lot of MAC schools, uh, but even uh, some of the bigger schools like Wake Forest and ACC school. So, uh, pretty good look for Ashton Craig so far, as I believe we have a timeout. Timeout taken by South Dearborn. We'll step aside briefly and hear from our sponsors at High School Football at Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. This is Jane Yorn with Safe Passage. If you or anyone you know is in a violent or abusive relationship, Safe Passage can help confidentially and free. Visit safepassageinc.org or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990. We're here to listen and care. Safepassageinc.org. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Alongside Happy Jack, I'm Double T Travis there. Coming to you live from South Dearborn High School. We're at the brand new Backman Field. We're in South Dearborn and Lawrenceburg. Locked into a good one early. Scoreless, 423 left in the first quarter. South Dearborn held up defensively on their first drive, and uh, now they're in Tiger territory trying to strike first, Jack. I mean, they really are. This turned out to be a nice big slug match. I thought both these teams were going to try and make some big shots down the field once again, they'll establish a little bit of pace. Both of you are still kind of taking it easy, trying to feel each other out, but so far that is benefiting South Dearborn. Ball at the 45-yard line. T's in the shotgun, and he is looking for Hatfield one-on-one coverage against Aiden Gilmore. And that is overthrown. They were certainly jockeying for position down the near sideline, but no flags on the play. And that is going to set up a third and long for South Dearborn. Third and 15, I believe. Yeah, after that uh, big loss there earlier, you know, they're going to try and find themselves, you know, when they try and go for that big strike, again, you've got to be able to start with those uh, small runs, get some positive yards, because now you're putting yourself in that third and long, and you're just kind of forced into a passing situation where the defense is not going to have to uh, necessarily worry about the run nearly as much. Yeah, and that can be uh, dangerous with this Tigers defense. We've already mentioned Ashton Craig and Ethan Paris, how well they've played all season long. Now, when they know you're passing, they can pin their ears back. So we'll see what uh, South Dearborn has up their sleeve. As Ashton Craig breaks through, Tease gets past him and had Hatfield in the middle of the field. I don't know if they would have been able to convert the first down, but that will be an incomplete pass. 
and we'll see what the Knights want to do. Wow, man, that was just all-out pressure uh, from the Tigers. Just a great job getting to the backfield early. Still missed a tackle, but, man, what a great job just throwing that whole playoff. It does look like South Dearborn will punt. And I really like seeing the teams kind of throw the ball in this situation, but maybe they've got a great, you know, maybe the punter can do what they need to to pin the Tigers back, not have to give up so much field position, but, man. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. It will be uh, Dalton Hatfield back to punt. And he gets it away, and that is a good one. And it is going to take a nice bounce, and that is down at the 14-yard line by Sean Sober. Man, great, great punt. I know exactly why the uh, Knights did that. Man, if you can be able to get the ball to bounce up and stop like that, fantastic job uh, from the Knights' standpoint. Now, if you're the Tigers, I think it's time for that quick strike. Like, we wanted to see them to kind of come out here. They're going to have to establish themselves to that high-powered offense because right now that slower pace is kind of benefiting the Knights tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, South Dearborn... Probably pretty happy with where we're at. Still scoreless with 4.04 left in this first quarter. Uh, the Knights may be having the edge in the uh, defensive department and now in special teams with that uh, great punt from Dalton Hatfield. So second possession for the Tigers starting from their own 14-yard line. Garrett Yoon in the shotgun. He's going to hand the ball off to Adam Bird, makes a jump cut to his left, but doesn't get much, maybe two yards on that first down carry. Yeah, I think they were hoping the uh, Knights were assuming like I was that we were going to pass the ball, but just not a whole lot of room to get there. Second down and eight. Tigers come in to tonight as one of the uh, better offensive teams in the state. Averaging over 40 points per game. That's about 25th out of the entire state. They're in the top five in 3A. But South Dearborn has slowed them so far. Gary, you looked to run the option. He broke a tackle and was able to get a yard or two, so it's been tough sledding here on the ground yeah. so far against this South Dearborn defense. Got to really make you wonder, Travis, if the uh, you know that change out at center is really making a big impact on that front line, not able to keep the defense out because they're getting all kinds of pressure uh, back on Garrett right now, and he's just not going to have time. I'm looking to see if uh, Braden Watkins has uh, come back into this game, was injured on the first possession. As uh, we do have a uh, third and six for the Tigers, three wide receivers here to the near side, Diet Patel isolated on the far side of the field. A little motion kind of confused everybody. Uh, <laughs> defense and uh, referees included. We do have a flag on the play. A delay of game. As the uh, home fans, pretty loud over here on this side. Great turnout tonight. Yeah, there's a whole lot of support going on. I mean, know we had senior night. That's obviously a big part of what's, what's happening. But I'm telling you what, uh, the Knights are really feeling the support. And it so far has been affecting the Tigers because they've had well, already four penalties on the night, and just kind of spew those mental mistakes you cannot afford. And a third and 12, around their own 10-yard line. Yoon back to throw. And the, the ball went into Aiden Gilmore's hands. He was hit, and it almost looked like Luke Pierce was going to come up with the catch from behind, but it falls to the turf, and that's going to be a three and out for the Tigers. 
Yeah, I really thought Pierce had an opportunity to try and grab that ball, but the defenders were all over him. So, uh, you know, again, hats off to uh, South Dearborn, getting it done, getting the pressure that they needed to, uh, keeping the Tigers, uh, well, keeping their offense off the field, which is definitely going to be a big key for them tonight. Yep, Dakota Roth going to be back to punt. South Dearborn expecting to field this punt somewhere inside the 50-yard line. As Roth gets off a pretty good one, that's Bailey Whitelock. He is uh, very explosive back there, but Aiden Gilmore makes a nice open field tackle to knock down Bailey right near the 40-yard line. So if you're the ninth man, this is about as good a start you could happen, or at least hope for right now. And now you're on your uh, on the opponent's that 40-yard line, and just... yeah, right about 39 actually is where they marked him down. So they'll start on the Lawrenceburg 39 for their second possession. Man, oh, man, now, if you can be able to, again, do some smart plays here, uh, you know, do, take those four- and five-yard chunks that you don't have to get to the end zone. See if South Airborne elects to take a shot down the field. 2.25 left in the first quarter. Three wide receiver set. Shotgun formation. Logan Tease, the young sophomore, is going to go to the air. And that ball is behind his intended receiver. Looks like that was for Reese Willoughby. Yeah, and actually had an opportunity to catch him there. I think that ball just came out of touch early there. Wasn't able to allow him to get turned around, but he actually had an opportunity to be able to catch that ball and still pick up the first down. And Reese actually played a little quarterback at the end of last year when Adam Dixon went down with a hand injury. Uh, There was a thought that maybe Reese was going to be the starting quarterback for South Dearborn this year. Him and Logan battled all the way up through uh, summer, and uh, they decided that Reese was uh, needed at another position. Not that Logan didn't beat him out, but uh, Reese is a very gifted athlete, so uh, they could use them both on the field at the same time was kind of the thought process there. Another throw from Logan Tease. He hits the slant route. Looks like it was Blake Bartley. Again, uh, tough to see these numbers on the night's jerseys. I appreciate you the help there, Travis. I'm telling you, I, I was struggling on that one, but, man, that was still a good uh, – can I believe how much power T's had on that ball now? I mean, he rocketed that thing in there. That's a good catch. And he sure uh, certainly looks the part of quarterback, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, in that range, 179 pounds. He's just a sophomore. And uh, the hope is that he, by the time he's a senior, he's playing like Adam Dixon was last year, who was an all-state type quarterback. Well, if they get anything close to that, that could be a powerful offensive weapon for the Knights. Third and four, third and five-ish here for South Dearborn. As they hand the ball off, and they're going to be close right there at the first down marker as C.J. Rogers is brought down by Alex White. Yeah, looks like they got all the they needed to do and going to move the chain. Oh, well, maybe not. So, yeah, they'll move it down to the 29. That should be good for a first down. I think Coach Kanigas may be asking for a measurement over there on the far sideline. So similar situation from South South Dearborn's perspective. This is about where they had the ball on their first possession, and it stalled out, similar to Lawrenceburg on their first possession. So uh, see if something's going to give here, if the Knights can get on the board first here in the first quarter. Well, hopefully if the Knights, you know, they try for that hard count, I think they kind of took themselves out of their offensive game plan. They just need to make it simple, make it execute it well, and uh, they should be able to get some points on the board. Excuse me, they're down to the 29-yard line as uh, Tease has got a man over middle of the field, overthrew him. Well, that might have been just a a different route than what he thought he was going to be running because that was a great ball and had some room, but I really expected uh, the receiver to be in a little different spot. And looking for Blake Bartley over the middle of the field, coverage by Jace Bohan. It's going to set up a second and 10 from the Tigers' 29-yard line. Tease runs over to the sideline to get the 
call from South Dearborn coaches. And uh, they will certainly take their time on offense tonight. The more that South Dearborn can stay on offense, they limit the chances for that explosive Lawrenceburg offense. And this could really become a game the later and later we get into it. Low snap. Tease is going to run out of the pocket and uh, maybe got a yard, salvaged a yard, made something out of nothing there. I said, yeah, that was getting ready to be a three- or four-yard loss, which is what happened last time, and I really thought they were going to, you know, fall into the same trap. But hopefully maybe this uh, keeps them a little momentum going forward here, but they're going to have to get some positive yards here, get something out of their heads, because otherwise they're just not going to have enough time to get there. Got two chances to get eight yards to get this first down. The Knights have uh, converted three first downs tonight and two third-down conversions. Ball on the 28-yard line, four wide receivers, three to the right, one here on the near side. Tease is going to go back to throw, and he had that ball going to his <laughs> wide receiver before he got turned around because he was looking for Hatfield. You know, they're really trying, trying for this big, quick strike and, you know, trying to catch Lawrenceburg uh, asleep there a little bit, but uh, those Tigers defense uh, are a very well-seasoned team, and they were able to see that coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Looks like um, South Dearborn is either going to try a long field goal or they're, I don't know, looks like they're going for a field goal from be about a 45-yarder. I mean, wow, that's a, that's a Dalton, lot of confidence in your leg. Dalton Hatfield is going to try it on senior night. Snap's good, and the kick is way short, falling right at the goal line. So interesting call there from South Dearborn to give Dalton the chance to connect on 45-yard field goal. You don't see many high schoolers able to connect on that. I mean, those percentages got to be pretty low on there, and especially when you've had the receiving option. I mean, you know, I think your percentages of completing a 15, 20-yard pass, which would give you a first down, would be even better. What are what are what are, we, what are they trying to decide? So real interesting situation here. I mean, are they trying to decide if it was a live ball? No. Unless there's a rule that I don't know about, that's just a missed field goal to me. Well, it did, did it bounce in play? Did it actually touch the end zone? I think is what they're trying to decide. Yeah, so we haven't got any real indication here. So based off of that, yeah, it looks like that ball will be played where it stands, which would be uh, Tigers' ball in the two. Okay, we're getting an indication here that uh, that kind of serves as a punt if the ball doesn't reach the end zone. Well, evidently I may be getting an education tonight, Travis. I'm going to have to go back and uh, <laughs> read up on the uh, rule book. That's something I was not aware of, so apologize for that, but... But it does look like the, the Coach Kaniga is really hot. <laughs> He's out onto the field. I don't know that he was aware of of anything like that as well. Uh, we're all kind of befuddled up here in the press box. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wow, what a uh, change in momentum this could be. Uh, if you're the Tigers, though, you've got to try to find a way to calm yourselves down, get some good, easy completions here, and see if you can't move the ball, because you need to take this momentum back, because right now we are still favoring the Knights, even with no score on the board. Well, they'll start with the ball on their own three-yard line with the South Dearborn student section yelling at them, standing behind them. 
Quick throw from Yoon. He's going to hit Aiden Gilmore. He spins away from a defender and is knocked down after a seven-yard game. Yeah, fantastic. That's exactly what they need to do. Good, smart plays, uh, good, easy completions, get some confidence, build that momentum, and get yourself away from the end zone. And Always that, a good idea. That'll be the last play of the first quarter as we're all knotted up 0-0 at the end of one. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Trust Wardway Fuels to fill your propane and heating oil needs so you can feel warm and comfortable all year long. With automatic delivery service, you can have peace of mind knowing your propane and oil supply are safe and sufficient. Wardway Fuel has been family-owned and operated since 1981 with low prices and fast, friendly service. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane. On the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long, visit wardway.com. Hey, it's Happy Jack. Bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. And uh, still a little missed at what we saw here at uh, South Dearborn High School. Uh, the Knights tried a 45-yard field goal. It fell short of the end zone. And apparently that counts as a punt in high school football. I did not plan on coming and getting homework tonight, Travis. But I'm going to have to look, do a little research because, I mean, I know that's what was called. That's the way it was, uh, which just makes, you know, you can't go back and change it. But, man, uh, that's definitely going to be an education for myself because I really thought that was just going to be a dead play, get the ball back where the ball was punted from. But I've just know. never seen it happen before. So that's where the uh, education comes in, I guess. Well, see, and I think any time that I have, it's been picked up for a return. It's never been left just sit. I've always seen the, the, the defense at least pick it up and try and advance the ball. So at that point in time, but based off of that analogy, it would have to be uh, the ball there up to that well, two or the three. It looks pretty genius right now because Lawrenceburg didn't have anybody back to return it, and it fell at about the two or three-yard line. So now the Tigers got to go the length of the field against a very good South Dearborn defense. I mean, I mean, it's it's looking to be a great call right now. But I don't know if they knew it on the sideline. Obviously, if they did, makes it a whole lot better of a call. But um, man, uh, you learn something every day. Uh, I think <laughs> every day is truly an education. <laughs> Tigers have the ball at the 11 yard line, their own 11. Second down play here. Yoon's going to get it out quick. Swings at the bird. Doesn't have much blocking out there. And. Maybe lost a yard. Yeah, really not a whole lot there. And third down and three. So, yeah, give him a loss of one on the play. Well, that's Bird's first catch, so uh, definitely not going to build up good stats from that standpoint. Uh, but they're still going to have to try and see if they can establish uh, some sort of uh, flow right now because you kind of see them dancing around. Where are they going to run? Are they going to throw? Uh, they really haven't been able to establish either one at the moment. Yeah, not much on the uh, ground for the Tigers. They've had some short passes connect here and there. Uh, South Dearborn's really kind of taken them out of their rhythm that they've been in for seven weeks in a row, uh, six at least. The Tigers will try to run it to get the first down, and it is not going to happen. South Dearborn breaking through the line and going to bring down Adam Bird for a loss. Wow. I mean, that was straight flat-out pressure from South Dearborn. Good job getting through, and I really feel like this center exchange is causing a big issue uh, for the Tigers' front line. Well, that's two consecutive three-and-outs for the Tigers, so uh, kudos to South Dearborn's defense. 
And let's be honest about it. I mean, when you look across their uh, defensive line, Atfield and Valdez, absolutely outstanding there, and their linebackers are good as well. So might be tough uh, sledding for the Tigers tonight as Dakota Roth gets that punt away. Bailey Whitelock, again, is going to be drugged down right around the 40. That was Luke Pierce this time making the nice tackle. Man, Pierce came in and just flat said, I'm taking you down right here. That was a great tackle. Uh, Coach needs to show that on film. You wrap and drive. Love it. Love love it. So uh, for the second consecutive possession, South Dearborn is going to get the ball right around the Tigers' 40-yard line. Make sure you're staying tuned and staying with us at halftime. We'll run down your Ivy Tech Community College stats report and uh, preview who might be in the running for our star of the game presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. So South Dearborn in the pistol. Logan Tees, sophomore quarterback. Crowley in motion. Hand it off to Rogers. And he's going to get a nice gain on first down. Yeah, Rogers has been one of the, definitely the highlights for the night tonight. Good, consistent runs. That's his fourth run of the night. Give him six yards. I mean, most of his runs haven't been big gains, but, again, at least they've been positive yards trying to keep that momentum going, uh, something that the uh, Tigers are, have not been able to get going so far. Austin Ballard checks into the game for the Knights. We'll go three wide receivers on this set. Ballard, Bartley, and Willoughby. Pistol formation again for South Dearborn. They're going to hand it off to Rodgers yet again. Ethan Paris makes the tackle, but it's right at the first down marker. So it looks like it's going to be another South Dearborn first down. Yeah, and they're moving the chains and keep the momentum, and they're not even having to put the ball through the air to do that. If they can be able to do that, I mean, if they can, again, control that clock, one of those tag four keys of the game, it's going to be a long night for the Tigers. Ball down to the Tigers' 30-yard line. And we do have a timeout, so we'll step away briefly. Still scoreless here at South Dearborn as the Knights and Tigers locked in a good one here in this rivalry game back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back here at South Dearborn High School, Logan Tease gets the snap and throws it away as he was brought down by Trevor Jones and Ashton Craig. And um, might be intentional grounding there, Jack. <laughs> yes, there was no receiver anywhere near uh, ref in the backfield. So they have a great position to see all that. So, uh, unfortunately for the uh, Knights, just nowhere to go with that ball. Definitely didn't get out of the tackle box. And not sure he got the ball back to the line of scrimmage. And as you mentioned, their receiver there. So, pretty much checks all the boxes for a potential intentional grounding. Now maybe they're just trying to figure out where the ball was. They're trying to. There seems to be definitely a discussion going on, though, Travis. There's been a lot of discussion here tonight when the flag has hit the ground. So they're going to pick it up. So no intentional grounding, but it is going to be an incomplete pass, setting up a second and ten. 
Scoreboard update for you all out there in Eagle Country. East Central up 6 nothing over Ron Colley. I believe that game's in the second quarter. And uh, the Trojans playing some stiff competition, getting ready for sectional play next week. And off there on second and 10. Man, a great second wave from the uh, Tigers defense being able to stop that run. Rogers again. He didn't get anything, so that's going to set up third and 10 from the Tigers' 30-yard line. Big play here for South Dearborn to try to keep the chains moving. They have converted at least one third-down conversion on each of their opening two drives. See if they can make it three for three. Four wide receivers set, two to each side. Rogers in the backfield. See if the Tigers bring some heat on this third and ten. And yes, there's a do. handoff, and Rogers was met two yards in the backfield. Yeah. So, Tigers defense does a nice job of forcing a fourth down. I don't know that you're going to uh, trick Tigers on that long field goal slash punt move uh, a second time. Well, we want shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you, yeah. something on there. Yeah, something there. like that. <laughs> you know how to be in there. It's just complicated joke stuff. Yeah, that's you know? right, yep. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, fourth and 12, and South Dearborn's going to go for it here on the Tigers' 32-yard line. Looks like it's going to be man-to-man across the board for the Tigers' defense, and we have a timeout. That's going to be a timeout South Dearborn. We'll keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by our friends at Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Beacon Orthopedics is located in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Learn more at beaconortho.com. As mentioned, Jack will check on the Ivy Tech Community College stats report at halftime. And as of right now, I can tell you zero players have a touchdown in this game because we're still all knotted up 0-0 with 7.56 left in the second quarter. What has been your impression? South Dearborn's really kind of controlled this game. Well, exactly. That was going to be my uh, my statement as well. I mean, they just have flat taking control of this from the get-go. Uh, you know, they uh, both teams kind of came out a little bit hesitant, I felt. Uh, not even the Tigers came out with that big quick strike thing in. They started trying to run that ball in the middle, trying to establish that presence. However, that seemed to really benefit the Knights tonight because that slower pace allowed them to try and, you know, uh, make a few smart plays, get a couple of first downs via penalty, and all of a sudden they have the momentum, and they haven't even had, didn't even have to run but two plays and got two first downs. That's pretty Pretty good if you're uh, for your game plan if you're the Knights. Yeah, and we always like to pay attention to the uh, John Harrell predictions coming into each game. Uh, he had Lawrenceburg 35-21 in this game, and um, the longer that it stays close, the more South Dearborn is going to believe that they can win this game. This has a uh, big time feel like it did uh, in 2018 when South Dearborn won the game in overtime, 20 to 14. So big fourth down play here. Logan T's in the shotgun. He's back to pass. He's got time. Goes over the middle of the field. And overthrows Reese Willoughby. I think he was looking for a flag as he was trying to work against Aiden Gilmore. I think he forgot real one. That has to be a catchable ball. That was a severely overthrown or just a missed assignment one way or the other. But either way, good job for the uh, Tigers defense doing what they need to do, uh, getting the offense back on the field, and hopefully now they can be able to establish that momentum. And I definitely look for that quick strike uh, type of offense coming your way, Travis. A little bit better field position here for the Tigers. They'll start on their own 32. This is just about the best opening field position the Tigers have had so far. 7.52 left in the first half. Still scoreless here at South Dearborn High School on the beautiful new Backman Field. 
Garrett Yoon in the shotgun, got two wide receivers to his right. He's going to hand it off to Adam Bird, who uh, does find some room to run there. He's going to get five or six yards on first down. Giving five. Yeah, just a, a nice run again. Uh, if you're the Tigers, there's nothing wrong with good positive and You'll take a run at five yards every play that you can. Uh, but again, I really think they want to have to try and, you know, throw this, uh, ninth defense off here just a little bit, try for a quick strike. Maybe even one of the guys, uh, cutting across the middle because that has been open so far. Two wide receivers set here again. Roth in the slot. The Yin's running out of the backfield over to the sideline like he doesn't know the play. And they were going to run a trick play there, and a flag is called. Got to be uh, motion. Dakota, <laughs> so does appear like it's going to be on the offense for an illegal motion, something of that nature, as the referees go to the Tigers' sideline to perhaps explain. <laughs> Coach Kanig is explaining what the play was going to be. I can see him moving his arm, kind of motioning that Garrett Yoon was going to run a wheel route, and it looked like. Dakota Roth was going to be the guy to throw the ball down the field. They do get a legal motion there. Oh, and force my combat. Excuse me. Um, all right, maybe there's a little more to that than what uh, we saw from up here, Travis. But uh, either way, this is just an, another uh, you know mental mistake from the Tigers that they're going to have to try and overcome another penalty. Uh, you know, they keep kind of getting in their own way. And if you're the Knights, man, this is exactly the way you want this uh, first half to go so far. Well, almost exact amount of people, a few points on the board, but still. Sure, I think everybody on this side, um, on the South Dearborn sideline, would like to see the Knights winning the game, but uh, when you're deadlocked 0-0 against the Lawrenceburg team that's won seven in a row, I think everybody's pretty content and happy with where we're at right now uh, over here on the uh, red and blue sideline. The Tigers, yeah, continue to um, shoot themselves in the foot a little bit. They've uh, definitely had the majority of the penalties here tonight both offensively and defensively. So uh, second and long, got to get it all the way out to the 42. They're on the 20-yard line. Go quick to Daya Patel. He makes one man miss and is able to get about 10 yards down to the 32. Yeah, his second catch on the night got 25 yards. Again, these are what, you know, just a couple of catches for most of these folks out tonight. Uh, no really favorites, uh, which is, you know, should hope you would think help the uh, offense there as far as keeping being read by the defense. But so far, that front line really being controlled by the uh, Knights and making a big difference. We got a third and 10 upcoming for the Tigers. Converted two third down conversions on their first drive and then went three and out, three and out. South Dearborn going to bring any pressure. They do. Yoon rolls to his right, and that ball is tipped up in the air and incomplete, so nicely done again from South Dearborn. Yeah, really trying to work those sidelines, giving up that middle of the field, uh, and I don't know if maybe they're seeing something that I just, you know, got the wrong angle, but it really looks like the middle of the field's been open, uh, but they're still kind of sticking with those sideline catches, uh, maybe a little bit safer, you know, where only they can catch the ball, uh, you know, trying to avoid those turnovers, but still uh, have not had a lot of success with those uh, catching, you know, getting out of bounds. Yep, and, uh, almost nothing down the field. Everything's been, like you said, to the sideline, an out route, a comeback. No explosive plays so far, really, for either team. Dakota Roth back to punt for the third time. Another pretty good punt. End over end. Doesn't get much of a bounce. And it will be downed around the 35 or 36-yard line. I think they'll mark it at the 36. So 
Tigers do flip the field just a little bit. 6.15 left here in the first half. Travis, do you think the turf field's making a difference on the way this ball is bouncing? I'm seeing the, when the ball's hitting the field, it's almost dead. Well, I will tell you this. I was down on the field before the game to interview the coaches, and this turf is really, really soft. They got the extra padding underneath, a little bit softer than maybe what I've experienced at Lawrenceburg. And, um, yeah, so that could uh, actually be playing a little bit of, of a role in the punts, kind of just dying wherever they're, wherever they hit. They kind of do that rugby style kick, and it's not getting much roll at all. Spinner-style offense from South Dearborn, and that was a big-time tackle by Luke Pierce. That could have been a huge gain for South Dearborn had that tackle not been made right around the 40-yard line. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. Pierce doesn't make that catch. We're adding another 10, 15 yards, if not all the way onto that run, but, you know, just gave up a couple, nothing too crazy. South Dearborn has uh, gone into a uh, wing Wing offense here. They're going to run a little spinner offense, which is what Tigers will see from Brownstown Central uh, next week in the sectional as Rogers gets the corner. And we got a host of flags here as maybe he was hit out of bounds. I don't There may be a little hold in the middle there where that first flag came in from, Travis. I don't know. The 10-yard gain in a first down, but we got to sort out these flags. We should get penalty flags sponsored here on our uh, high school football broadcast, as that is a hold. Yeah, just look so, right from the angle for that one. I don't think you could have seen the hit coming from the out of bounds. But either way, uh, a good job from the Tigers defense doing what they need to do. And, you know, if you can cause the Knights to kind of start making some of those mental mistakes on their own, uh, you know, it could definitely be a huge swing. Well, that's going to negate what would have been a 10-yard gain for C.J. Rogers instead. South Dearborn will go the opposite direction, and that will set up second nine. I mean, for the ninth, it's totally manageable. You're still in a good position, uh, but do you make a big quick strike, go down and go down the field, or stick with the run here? It's like they're going to stick with the run with this spinner offense. That time they hand it, I believe that was Bartley, and he is hit right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they kind of do this, you know, this kind of fake motion one way and then come back to the other side, but it's taken so long to develop. The uh, Tigers' defense is just sitting right on it and just waiting for it. Like I said, this is great practice for the Tigers who are going to face Brownstown Central. This is the type of offense that they run. Uh, that's what they're going to see next week in the first round of sectional play. Uh, South Dearborn is going to stay in, in this uh, wing T formation. And they're going to try to throw out of it Ashton Craig. And that ball oh. nearly picked off by Noah Roulette right at the 40-yard line. But great pressure from the Tigers' defense. And that is going to force a fourth down and a punt. I mean, yeah, that was just great pressure on the defense. I thought they were going to get the sack. Then I thought they were going to get the interception. But either way, uh, it's going to bring up fourth down. So uh, the same result, maybe not as good a field position, but still just a great job from the Tigers' defense. Something they can hopefully build on and keep the offense down on the field for a little bit. Well, Noah Rolette, um, he's going to want that play back because um, hit him in the hands if you're a fan of John Madden. <laughs> he always used to say, if it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. Nonetheless, Tiger's going to get the ball back. Hatfield with another good boot. Gilmore lets it bounce. And that ball is going to roll down. <laughs> Bailey Whitelock trying to uh, fan that ball. Fan that ball down to the 25. I think they'll mark it at the uh, 20, 
27. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to see the kids down there having fun. That's always a good thing. But I tell you what, I still notice a, le- a really short bounce when that ball hits the ground. I think that soft uh, field may be affected. Yeah, it's a good that. observation. Like I said, it is very soft down there. So uh, that ball is dying when it's hitting the hitting the turf on these punts. So I'll actually mark that down that the Tigers 29. They'll begin their fourth possession there as um, South Dearborn's really put Lawrenceburg in bad situation every time they've gotten the ball. They've not had good field position all night long. See what the Tigers can do on this fourth possession. Quick throw to Daya Patel. There is a big cushion there as he gets 11 yards and a first down. I mean, just a good, you know, pitch and catch from that standpoint. But, man, uh, if you're the uh, Knights defense, you're going to have to not give that much room off that line. Well, Dye Patel, he's over 700 yards receiving now on the season, and he is the deep ball threat for Lawrenceburg. And uh, Hunter Hatfield has been on him for a good majority of the night, and he has been given Dye a cushion. Now Drake Peets will get that assignment. But uh, they definitely don't want Dye getting behind them because he's dangerous when he gets down the field. For sure. The only reason is uh didn't have a big catch earlier. He just started to run before he caught it. Gary Yoon needs a little time. Flush from the pocket. He finds Daya Patel again, and that's going to be a 14-yard gain. And, uh, or did he? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Tilt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a, a great vision. He actually had to come back for that ball. He was streaking down that sideline, going to go for the end zone, but uh, unfortunately for Yoon, he didn't have enough time to allow that play to develop. That time they motioned Daya Patel from the left side to the right side of the field and, uh, again, was able to get open as they're playing about 10 yards off of him on every single play. You see it again here. Drake Peets lined up across from him you know, just about 10 yards. So, And you see they're, gonna and they're just going to keep it. taking advantage oh. of it. Of course, Peets makes a great hit as Patel was bringing in that, that ball. So uh, that's the idea behind playing that far off of him is, to not let him behind you and then go up and make a nice hit. I gotcha, but at that point in time, I really like to see him almost be able to make a play for the ball. Maybe that's too aggressive on my standpoint, but, I mean, he really could have been in a position with a couple yards closer because that was some good closing speed by Pete, though. Absolutely great play by Drake Pete. It was um, one of the many seniors being celebrated here tonight at South Dearborn. Of course, they uh, celebrated the senior football players, the band, and the cheerleaders before the game. Uh, we will definitely make sure that we uh, list off the senior football players likely at halftime as it is uh, second and 10 from the 47-yard line. Yoon has time to throw and overthrows Aiden Gilmore. Yeah, really was wanting to come over to that left side back to Patel again, but just uh, at that point in time did not have that cushion on that play uh, just to cover it up because Yoon had all kinds of time. So for South Dearborn's defense, it's been uh, a bend but don't break type of first half. Another third and long. Yeah. 47 yard line. Tigers just finding themselves in that situation too many times. That is truly just a tribute to uh, good defense from the Knights. We haven't seen Garrett Yoon use his legs much tonight. He has not had any running room. I mean, I got him at two runs for four yards. <laughs> yep. So the Tigers will run it here on third and long, and Adam Bird's going to get five of those yards, five of the ten needed to get the first down. I think Lawrenceburg runs that play with the intent to maybe go for it, but I guess not as Dakota Roth trots onto the field to punt. So Tigers are going to elect to try to really flip the field position here, try to pin South Dearborn deep. 
I mean, if you're willing to run a trick play earlier, wouldn't you be willing to try and do something a little special besides? Well, and Dakota Roth can throw the ball back there, so uh, Jace Bohan in motion. And they are going to fake it. And they are maybe short. No, I think they're going to give it to him. They completed the pass. Didn't see who made the catch. I think it might have been Adam Bird. Or no, excuse me, uh, Jake Pierce was the uh, receiver there. I mean, you know, Pierce didn't obviously do, do what he can, but, boy, this is really close. They gave him the first down. Oh, all right. Well, maybe it wasn't as close to what we thought from our angle, but, hey, good for them. So, Happy Jack playing a little Nostradamus up here. <laughs> See, if you, just, if you throw enough stuff on the wall, something's going to stick. I'm just saying. Interesting formation here as they're going to throw a backwards pass to Roth, and he is going to throw it back to the other side of the oh. field, and there was not a receiver over there. Yeah, I'm not for sure this, just, but who drew that up, but wow. Just kind of threw it into no man's land. Uh, looked like the three offensive players were trying to almost run a wall up there, but they forgot that they were supposed to be protecting somebody, I think. I like the uh, creativeness of the offense from Mike Manford over on the Lawrenceburg sideline trying to throw some uh, different looks here at South Dearborn, but no intended receiver on that uh, trick play. Yeah, again, sometimes you can kind of get in your own way at some point. Those little trick plays are just trick yourself. 321 left in the half. Uh, bad snap there. Bad snap exchange with Adam Bird. And South Dearborn's there to knock him down. Yard behind the line of scrimmage. So is it me or do you feel almost a concerted effort to not have Yoon be running the ball right now? I mean, I know we want to try and, you know, get Bird all he can, but Yoon has just told him, and he didn't even go up and try and grab that fumble like he's been told, hey, you know, save yourself, take it just a little easier, or, you know, I mean, I guess we are down to less than three minutes in the first half. Look, under three and no score. <laughs> you know, I, I think maybe the Tigers have made a concerted effort to have Garrett get hit less, um, you know, as he grows older. Because he has rushed the ball a lot already in his three seasons as quarterback. So third and 12 here. And they're going to run it again. Bird's got a big hole. And he got the first down. He got 13 yards. Sometimes a little straightforward. This is what we're going to do. Try and stop us. Can work in your favor. Well, if you got Bird running the ball, that helps. And Tigers take the ball down to the Knights' 26-yard line. We got 2:25 left in the half. Still scoreless here at South Dearborn High School. Been a heck of a defensive battle from both of these teams, trying to pick up a huge rivalry win and bragging rights for a full year. Yoon flushed to his right. He's going to throw it up towards the end zone, and that ball was caught. I think he's out of bounds, but they are going to call pass interference as the South Dearborn defender didn't get their head turned around on that one. Yeah, no, no, he, he totally played the man, not the ball, and they're going to kill that flag all the time. But I know it was out of bounds, but that was a great catch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I believe that was Daya Patel uh, <laughs> coming up with the catch near the pylon. If he could have brought that down in bounds, they're going to just wipe out the pass interference and give him a touchdown. But either way, you'll take the three downs and, you know, try and work this clock down all the way down. I definitely see a few runs coming on, although are we calling offensive pass interference? Did they flip the switch there on his Travis? Yeah. Excuse me. That was offsetting penalties. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I'll, 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 I might buy that one. 
Because that was definitely interference in the end zone, so I knew. So there was a, I believe, a personal foul on the Tigers, and it was a uh, cutback block on Bird. Gotcha. And then you had the pass interference near the end zone. So they're going to replay first down here from the 26-yard line. Well, if you got first down, if you're the Tigers, you got nothing. You got three downs to run this ball. Then you need to work this clock all the way down. And I know you want to score, but there's no sense in giving the ball back to the Knights with a uh, short field, short time. South Dearborn will uh, receive out of halftime too, so uh, you don't want to give them two possessions in a row. We'll see uh, how the clock management goes for the Tigers, and they are going to take a timeout. We'll step away briefly. Back after this, it's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Our offices are open and we are here to give you the same quality of care that you've come to know from Beacon over the years. I am proud to be the medical director of East Central, Lawrenceburg, and South Dearborn High Schools and look forward to providing the same level of care we do for our professionals to you, your student, and your families. If you need an appointment, call today, 513-354-3700, or you can schedule an appointment online at beaconortho.com. Hey, is Bubba Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to South Dearborn High School alongside Happy Jack. I'm Double T. Travis there, and we got a good one here to end the regular season. Indiana High School football, South Dearborn and Lawrenceburg, one of the biggest rivalries in the area, and uh, that rivalry Living up to its name tonight because I tell you what, it's been a great ball game. Still scoreless, 207 left in the half. Lawrenceburg, though, threatening. They really are, but I'm telling you what, the amount of energy that both sides, uh, you know, both teams are putting up has just been fantastic tonight. They're both rising to the occasion. They're both battling out. I mean, it's just kind of a slugfest. Uh, Going to see who's coming out on top, but right now, at least the Tigers do have a little bit of momentum and see what they can do to manage this clock before the uh, halftime runs out. And we'll see what play they come up with out of the timeout. They do have uh, two wide receivers split out to the left. Bird in the backfield with Yoon, shotgun formation. It's a play action. Yoon flushed. He slings back to his right, and he's going to throw it to the end zone to Aiden Gilmore. And that ball falls to the turf incomplete. Yeah, great job from Yoon using those legs, getting away and get free, but uh, unfortunately also allowed the uh, defense to kind of get back in coverage. And I will say this. Uh, we talked about how great that uh, Lawrenceburg's defensive backs are. Got to give much credit to South Dearborn's defensive backs, Drake Peets, Bailey Whitelock, Cooper Barker, Hunter Hatfield, and even uh, Blake Bartley at times have been absolutely phenomenal tonight. Um, you know, they've been, they've been, but don't break. Dia Patel's got a, a handful of receptions there, but they've not gotten beat down the field. I mean, they really haven't. They really took that uh, big win off of Rushville last week and this time we're kicking that momentum and running with it. Second and 10 from the 26. We'll hand it off to Bird. Or excuse me, that's Luke Pierce. And a good positive game for the Tigers. Yeah. That ball down to the 21-yard line. It's just been about uh, three, is that four weeks ago, Luke Pierce was the uh, player of the game. You know, had a big night rushing, a couple touchdowns. Uh, uh, you know, did a, did a lot, but uh, hasn't necessarily been featured. But, you know, yeah. when you're behind Bird, it's kind of hard to. <laughs> yeah, filled in for Adam Bird a couple weeks and had some really nice performances. And uh, he's going to be out there again on this third and five. And he's going to get the ball again, and he finds a hole. Six-yard gain, first down. 
I mean, yeah, again, you're going to give me six yards of carry all day long, every day, uh, which I'm glad to see them work that because I really wanted to see them work that clock down from the Tigers' standpoint. Uh, no sense. And, again, like you said, giving two possessions away with them getting the ball out of half. Yeah, and Luke Pierce, you mentioned five, six yards of carry. How about seven and a half on the season? <laughs> uh, he's done really well for himself back there as the Tigers are driving, got the ball on the 15-yard line. Pierce gets it again, but what a tackle. South Dearborn's saying that they uh, recovered a fumble, but I believe Luke Pierce was down on the play. Yeah, that was after the roll as that ball came out, so he was the most definitely down. But either way, uh, Knight stepped up and got that pressure. Yeah, and, uh, that stayed. was Sean Somer, I believe, came through for the tackle for a loss of a couple. Going to knock the Tigers back to about the 17-yard line. we got 40 seconds left in the half. Tigers in the shotgun. They're going to go to the air looking for Daya Patel, perhaps. Nothing there, and Hume's going to be sacked. Holy cow, look out. The momentum change just might be coming. Man, you're the Tigers fan. You cannot allow that to happen. Again, it's hard to see the numbers, but I believe that was Dalton Hatfield who came up with the sack. So the uh, clock's going to be stopped because of a timeout, I believe. Yeah, and if you're you're in the ninth, you start kind of start questioning. All right, uh, we're still third down, but with only 22 seconds left, can we afford to run the ball again? Are we going to have to keep it in the air? So we got a flag on the far side here, or on the near side, excuse me. Referees conferring at midfield. Daya Patel was running a route in that area around the 10-yard line. So uh, this could be a crucial moment here in this game, still deadlocked, scoreless with 22 seconds left in the first half. Yeah, I mean, I'm just dumbfounded that we're still in it, you know, and deadlocked at zero is just crazy, but it's just a great job from both teams, uh, good preparation, good both coaches uh, having their teams ready to play. And um, looks like it is going against South Dearborn. Yeah, and Coach Ballard was really letting this referee on the near side have it. Yeah, right. well, I saw an official call. They called for a sideline warning over here on the South Dearborn side, but I don't know that there was any – there was not a penalty that's going to give Lawrenceburg any yards. They just threw the flag down to emphasize. Yes, there you go. Um, so it's going to be a third in the long from the 20 – Tigers can get a first down at the five-yard line. So third and 15. Tigers have elected to run the ball a lot on these third downs. They really have, but with time like this, I don't know if you can afford to do that. They do have one timeout left. So theoretically, they could could run it, try to get about half the yardage. I think they're adjusting the clock now. We have 26 seconds, so they added a few seconds. Big couple of plays here, though, because where the Tigers are at, they essentially have two shots to get this ball down to the five-yard line and or into the end zone. So South Dearborn's just got to hold up for two more plays if they want to take it into the locker room. 0-0. Yoon in the shotgun. Jake Pearson motion to the left. Yoon's going to roll that way. 
He is pressured, but he hits Daya Patel down at the 10-yard line. There is a flag in the backfield as Dalton Hatfield had some pressure on Garrett Yoon. Yeah, it does look like we're going to be dealing with the holding, unfortunately, for the Tigers, but we'll see what the officials have to say about that. Personal foul. Hit helmet to helmet oh. shot from Hatfield to Garrett Yoon. Well, that can do, uh, you know, again, a uh, tough mental mistake there, but sometimes those are just the way the those plays happen. It's so unfortunate. So the Tigers had gotten the ball down to the 10-yard line because of the completion to Daya Patel, and it's going to be a five-yard penalty, so they'll take it to the five-yard line. The Tigers do have a timeout left, so 17 seconds. They could elect to try to run this ball one time. They really could. You know, now that they, you know, that resulted in a first down just with the penalty. So, I mean, yeah. First and goal from the five-yard line. Adam Bird to Garrett Yoon's right. Daya Patel, Aiden Gilmore, the two wide receivers. Lewisburg's got their two tight ends set out there. With Rand Ballard, I believe, is going to take a timeout so his defense can talk this one over. We're going to keep it right here so we don't miss any of the action with 17 seconds left here in the half. What a game this has been, Jack. Uh, man, uh, timeouts first are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Same-day appointments, on-site x-ray at MRIBeaconOrtho.com. So if uh, you're Mike Manford, are you giving Adam Bird a chance to run this in from the five-yard line, or are you going to keep it in the hands of Garrett Yoon and um, know that he's going to make the right play? Uh, it's going to be Bird or Pierce if you're me. I'm going to run that ball. I'm going to put it off of one of the sides there. I think they're expecting the pass. Uh, that, but that has not been the effective tool right now. Uh, you have a timeout. You've got your safety net. You just got to make sure and do a smart play here. But I definitely think you uh, run the ball here, try and throw the Knights off because they got to be preparing for that uh, pass. And if the Tigers want to, I mean, they only have, they have the one timeout, so they could try to run it twice, but the second time, if it gets to that point, you have to get in or you're going to go to the half uh, all knotted up at uh, zeros. Uh, this will be a real interesting call coming out of the timeout, but um, this has been <laughs> maybe the uh, most tightly contested game we've called all season long. I remember back to uh, week two, Lawrenceburg played a very good Mount Healthy team, won that one 14-7. It feels an awful similar this game. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you, just a heavyweight slug match is the best way to describe it. Both teams coming out, giving all they got, and uh, see who's going to come out on top here, at least at halftime. Uh, Tigers are definitely in striking distance there on the five-yard line. 17.3 seconds left. Adam Bird is now to Garrett Yoon's right. Still have those two tight ends in there. Watkins is back in at center, by the way. Yoon's going to throw it, and they throw a corner route to Aiden Gilmore, and he catches it. Touchdown, Tigers. And that's why I'm not the coach. Good job, Tigers. Wow, man, what a good catch and throw there. Uh, you know, how many times are we going to have to see that this year? It's uh, hopefully a lot more from the Tigers' standpoint. But, man, that play was just scripted, perfect, ran it, threw it. Everything was just in line. Uh, you know, why run the ball when you can throw that fast? Sixteen plays. Seventy-one yards for the Tigers as Joseph Hibbert on for the extra point. And it's right down the middle, so the Tigers lead it 7 to nothing. Typically, we would take a timeout after a score, but with 10 seconds left in the half, we'll keep it right here. 
A, a big score for the Lawrenceburg Tigers again, 16 plays, 71 yards. Capped off with the first touchdown of the game. Garrett Yoon hits Aiden Gilmore on the five-yard corner route. That was a beautifully thrown ball from Garrett Yoon. It really was. I mean, that's going to be something that's going to carry him into that second half for sure. I mean, that's only uh, Aiden's third catch of the game. Uh, you know, they've really been focused on that run game, and I think maybe that's hurt some of that chemistry just a touch. I mean, you know, they've been on a seven-game win streak. They kind of know where things are going, but uh, they had a few shakeups up front there, and then well, a big credit also to the uh, nice defense kind of making uh, throwing the Tigers off on that uh, balance plan that they had. And fifth touchdown of the season for Aiden Gilmore, fifth receiving touchdown, that is. Uh, he's really coming into his own as a receiver. Um, didn't really play much offense last year, and really to start the season, didn't play a whole lot of offense. They've really uh, gotten him onto the field more as the season goes on. One of the better athletes probably in the entire high school. And I hear that his uh, younger brother is quite the football player that is uh, in middle school right now. So uh, there'll be another Gilmore coming along the way before too long for Coach Ryan Knickett. Oh, my goodness, what a good thing that could be. But, man, Gilmore doing a great job, and I'm going to throw a little another uh, Nostradamus pick out there. I think he's going to have a pick in that second half. Oh, wow. And uh, here's one of Jack's favorite players, Joseph Hibbert. He's averaging about 50 yards on his uh, kickoffs, and he uh, boots a pretty good one there down to the 15-yard line. Bailey Whitelock has got some space here, and he gets the ball out to the 46-yard line. And South Dearborn will have two seconds to run a play if they choose to maybe throw one down the field. I, I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, try to throw something deep. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's really no downside for the most part. I mean, uh, but uh, if you're the uh, Tigers, you should have, uh, man, you got a real much better effort there saying, hey, we got to keep him inbound. So they did not contain from the sides, ran to the middle, gave them that outside lane to get yards and out of bounds to let – one more play. Granted, only two seconds left, but still, uh, you just never want to allow that to happen. You're the Knights. You're looking for a defensive penalty to keep this game going. That's another good reason to maybe throw the ball down the field, see if you can't keep this half alive. South Dearborn is in the shotgun. Tease is back to pass, and he is going to let it go. And Dakota Roth is going to be there for the interception. We'll see if he can make something out of it. Maybe the reason you don't go for that play, but uh, Roth gets the interception, and he is tackled down, and we will go to halftime as the Tigers lead it 7 to nothing. What a battle we have had here at South Dearborn High School. You do not want to go anywhere. Uh, this one likely coming down to the wire. It is high school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Savista Bank has low-rate home equity lines. Learn more at savista.bank. We're celebrating 50 years at your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Harrison, and Hebron. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. As fall approaches, loading the car with friends and family and hitting the local pumpkin patch or that new haunted house is sure to be on your to-do list. And let's not forget the countless Saturday mornings spent taking the kids and their gear to the ball games. That is why now is the perfect time to update your vehicle during SUV season at Hag Ford. Whatever your vehicle needs, the Ford Echo Sport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, or Expedition are sure to make this fall one to remember. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Check out our selection of Ford SUVs at HagFordSales.com. And now, here's your Culligan Water Cooler Talk for the week. A slew of buzzworthy movies debut this week, all on demand. 
They include director Robert Zemeckis' The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer. From Sofia Coppola, On the Rocks, with Rashida Jones and Bill Murray. And the sequel, Borat's subsequent movie film. The subtitle, much too long to get into here. Drinking water systems, like the Aqua Central from Culligan, filters water fresh as you need it without a bulky storage tank. Find out more from your local Culligan dealer or Culligan.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Most artists agree, relaxation leads to inspiration. So sit back, relax, and take in the clear blue sky. Times like these call for your Blue Views Alto. That's right, our best vapor product yet is available in blue. Or choose from a palette of seven bold colors, three smooth tastes, and three nicotine levels at views.com. It's your vape, your way. Views, charge beyond. Underage sale prohibited. Website restricted to age 21 and over tobacco. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com. And leave the digging to the professionals at Garing. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. At halftime, the Larksburg Tigers leading South Dearborn 7 to nothing as they got their first touchdown of the night. Right there at the end of the half, they went 16 plays, 71 yards, capped off by a five-yard touchdown pass from Garrett Yoon to Aiden Gilmore. That was a heck of a half of football, Happy Jack. Man, it really just blew my mind. Totally kind of the opposite of the way I almost expected us to see uh, a 21-21. I really thought we were going to have a big shootout, a high scoring, a lot of big plays. And, well, they just proved me totally wrong. They went more conservative. However, that conservative play, I think, really definitely benefited the Knights. I mean, and the Tigers got a little momentum there at the end. But, I mean, even in that, uh, I still think the Knights are still feeling pretty good, only down seven at half. Yeah, not been a lot of explosive plays here in the first half, and uh, South Dearborn certainly will feel um, decent. <laughs> they they didn't want to give up that touchdown at the end, obviously, but um, down only seven and getting the ball at a half, they're going to uh, feel like they're in a pretty good uh, spot here as uh, we're at halftime. But uh, let's get into uh, the game a little bit more as we take a look at our Ivy Tech Community College stats report. All right, well, uh, definitely limited stats. Like we said, not necessarily those explosive plays. Uh, you know, uh, C.J. Rogers, as far as for uh, the Knights tonight, uh, 19 yards on the ground. Uh, we've got 21, uh, you know, yards out of tees tonight. Uh, got another 15 as far as, uh, man, 
Sorry, they didn't turn the lights here on me there for you there. I was like, oh, you know, uh, as far as they're just not a whole lot of offense-wise, but just smart play. I think that's been what I would say the uh, key for the Knights in the first half, as it turned out to be, was just smart football, not necessarily getting in their own way because that was really what happened to those Tigers. Now, offensive-wise, stat-wise, they had a lot more to talk about. I mean, Bird had 31 yards. You uh, only four yards, but, again, I think that was part of the design. He had 10 yards on the ground from Pierce. Uh, as far as through the air, you still got 85 yards, got a touchdown there at the end, not a bad first half, uh, you know, uh, just uh, not a real great completion rate, but overall nothing too crazy. Uh, Patel, other than that one drop pass early on, really a good solid night. Uh, we got, you know, 60 yards there from him. Uh, Gilmore, we got uh, 22 yards, but hey, when you put a touchdown in there, that was a great catch in the end zone. Always a good thing. Uh, Pierce with another six yards, and uh, Bird still just negative one yard there as far as on, on through the air. Uh, not really been able to get other folks involved, but a lot of conservative play from the Tigers has resulted in some of those lower numbers. All right, thanks for the uh, Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Check them out at ivytech.edu. And I know you were uh, kind of sprinkling in some Ag Ford keys to the game into your uh, stats report. Uh, how's that checking out here at halftime? Well, I mean, again, I really look for South Yorba and was protect the QB. Man, they have just done a fantastic job of that time of possession. They kept that offensive or the Tigers' offense off the field. I mean, that was just a great job. Um, Mental execution for the most part. uh, They definitely got the edge. Uh, You know, turnover late, interception. uh, I mean, it shows on the stat sheet that way, uh, but not necessarily their fault. As far as for the um, Tigers, man, I really wanted them to come out and be a first strike team, uh, establish a quick pace. They kind of went more of a uh, kind of played in the South Dearborn hands just a little bit, uh, you know. But the defense has to be able to step up. I mean, we had the uh, Tigers that had that, that, you know, big issue at center earlier. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, Bartley's back in the – Yeah, they had a Logan Lang who was out coming into the game, and then Braden Watkins uh, was injured early in the game. He has since come back in, but uh, certainly that kind of threw a wrench in uh, the Tigers' offensive plan. It really did. So, I mean, you know, because I've got quick and slow written down in my sheet here because that's whether, you know, they have to think quick and play slow. And if you're able to kind of find that balance is when you can kind of, you know, have good mental execution, and that's going to be the big key for them. Uh, and I think they're going to have to try and get some of these big plays, get some of these uh, receivers down the field. They're going to have to back off uh, that South Dearborn Knights defense. Otherwise, I think they're going to keep coming and put a lot of pressure on you in the second half. All right, those are your uh, Hagford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today, HagfordSales.com. And uh, with the game seven to nothing, I don't know if uh, there's too many uh, young men standing out easily by the eye for the star of the game presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet and West Harrison. Uh, a couple guys for me, Jack Dalton Hatfield has stood out for uh, South Dearborn because he's uh, gotten to Garrett Unit a couple times. And he's also been good on special teams, punting and kicking the ball. We're still going to get some clarification on that uh, field goal that served as a punt earlier for South Dearborn. And uh, I think Daya Patel has been a consistent performer for the uh, Tigers on offense. Um, What do you think? Uh, between him and Bird, I really like what he's been able to do. Uh, you know, just uh, that real one big drop from Patel earlier that could have been a big explosive play that I think the uh, Tigers need is the only reason I'm putting him not necessarily down there. But, again, still a lot of time to play. Somebody's going to be able to show themselves and show out. Uh, I think we'll see that again yet before the night has come to an end. Well, when we get to the post game, we will announce our star of the game by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. We'll also announce the player who fueled their team. That is uh, brought to you by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home visit wardway.com and it's not every week that we are covering two teams that are two of our primary teams that we cover throughout the year so we will name a star of the game 
and a player who fueled their team for both teams here tonight as we uh, want to recognize players from both sides. And uh, we should because the game has been phenomenal right now. Uh, Tigers leading it 7 to nothing here at halftime. And uh, we have about seven minutes left of the halftime show. We'll, so we'll step away for another break. When we come back, we will uh, pay homage to the seniors here at South Dearborn who are uh, being celebrated on their senior night. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Jack, have you got your Christmas shopping done yet? Christmas, it can't be Christmas time yet, Travis. Well, it is, and it's time for another stocking stuffer auction, and we are shopping for participants. That's fantastic. So you're saying that if I have a business out there that I can be able to be on your auction? Absolutely. All you have to do is reach out to one of our salespeople, Melissa, Lori, Kristen, or Miranda, and they'll get you taken care of. The stocking stuffer auction comes your way November 16th through the 20th, 9 a.m. to noon each day, driven by car country, and you'll hear it on your hometown radio stations, Eagle Country 99.3 and Wiki Country 95.3. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to do that than the U.S. Army. Whether your goal is to fight and cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, the Army is where all that can happen and so much more. The Army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world and to win. Ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. For more information, call 812-209-8208 or stop by the Lawrenceburg Army Recruiting Center at 211 Walnut Street. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth Surgical Options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. The most advanced surgery right here. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind. Or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures. To the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and serves as the perfect reminder to schedule your annual mammogram. All women should receive their first mammogram by the age of 40. At Margaret Mary Health, we offer 3D mammography. This advanced technology can increase early detection of breast cancer by as much as 40%. To schedule your appointment, call our Women's Imaging Center at 812-933-5602. Jack, have you got your Christmas shopping done yet? Christmas, it can't be Christmas time yet, Travis. Well, it is, and it's time for another stocking stuffer auction, and we are shopping for participants. That's fantastic. So you're saying that if I have a business out there that I can be able to be on your auction? Absolutely. All you have to do is reach out to one of our salespeople, Melissa, Lori, Kristen, or Miranda, and they'll get you taken care of. The stocking stuffer auction comes your way November 16th through the 20th, 9 a.m. to noon each day, driven by car country, and you'll hear it on your hometown radio stations, Eagle Country 99.3 and Wiki Country 95.3. Hey, it's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, don't stop believing just yet, Knights fans. It is a slim margin that the Tigers have a lead 
here at halftime, 7 nothing over the night. As you hear, don't, don't stop believing. In the background, it is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan post-game show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business, alongside Happy Jack. I'm Double T Travis there. As the Tigers come back out onto the field, I do believe we're going to get a little additional time here on the clock at halftime. So we want to take a moment to recognize the 18 seniors for the South Dearborn Knights as uh, it is their senior night, the uh, last regular season game they'll play here at South Dearborn High School. They're hoping to play some more uh, games here on this field in the sectional if they can get past Greenwood uh, next week. But anyways, we want to recognize Blake Bartley, Bailey Whitelock, Dylan McGill, Hunter Hatfield, Micah Higgins, Drake Peace, Logan Cook, Abby Hensley, Dalton Hatfield, Jarrett Montgomery, Chase Emmer, Andy Dockery, Jacob Goins, Alex Rollman, Dalton Troy, and Jorge Cobo, Austin Ashcraft, and Bryce Valdez, the 18 seniors for the South Dearborn Knights. And uh, we've all been a high school senior before, <laughs> and uh, we know that you know, you always have your last whatever, whether it's your last home game, your last prom, your last, uh, you know, band performance, uh, whatever it is. So it can be an emotional night. Well, and I think that's one of the things that we're seeing that maybe I didn't take as much into account for that, you know, yeah, that's 18 seniors. There's a lot of uh, emotions that are going on into this. Um, maybe that's maybe one of the reasons that the coaches may be going with a little slower pace of play, uh, trying to keep some of those emotions out of the game. Uh, you know, uh, again, uh, it's just one of those things. You have to be able to play smart football. Whoever turns the ball over less is probably going to be your winner of the game. Uh, so, you know, uh, for the most part, uh, it looks like the only major turnover from the Knights, they find themselves down 7 nothing at half. Absolutely. It's going to be a uh, really interesting second half of South Dearborn. We'll get the ball first, so we'll see if they can go down and uh, get this game all tied up. But um, we did mention it is the regular season finale, which means everybody's kind of gearing up for sectional play next week. And we'll start with South Dearborn because uh, they're going to be in a Class 4A sectional 23, and they have drawn Greenwood. Uh, in their first round matchup, Greenwood is uh, four and four on the season. And if you look at the Sagarin um, ratings in this sectional, uh, Greenwood is ranked fourth, while South Dearborn is sixth. I think this is a, a game where uh, South Dearborn has definitely got an opportunity to be very competitive and uh, maybe be able to steal a win on the road. And if they do so, well, they might find themselves in a position where they could make it to the sectional championship because you got Madison and Jennings County on the same side of the bracket with all the ranked teams on the other side, including East Central. Well, I mean, definitely a good thing that they can be looking at trying to not only build momentum for this second half, but build momentum into that sectional matchup. I mean, because, again, right now they're being tested, you know, and it's kind of going to be, uh, you know, what can we do to overcome the adversity we kind of put ourselves in? We're only down seven, but we get the ball. We got a chance to do that. Can we maybe translate that into a win? And definitely, if you can get a win against Greenwood, uh, the sky's are the limit at that point in time. you got to feel that the uh, Knights would have the edge over both of those other two opponents. Yeah, excuse me, Jennings County and Martinsville on that side of the bracket was South Dearborn East Central, uh, ranked fourth in 4A. They'll take on Silver Creek, uh, undefeated Silver Creek team that's ranked 11th. And then you got Mooresville, the uh, defending sectional champion in sectional 23. They're ranked third in 4A. So uh, that side of the bracket is stacked for the Lawrenceburg Tigers. They are the uh, highly, the most highly rated team in their sectional. They have drawn Brownstown Central in the first round, which will be a really interesting matchup. A couple, uh, handful of years ago, played a really, really great dramatic game against Brownstown, where uh, Mason Paris and company made a goal line stop on a second down conversion, ended up going to the state championship that year. So that'll be a really interesting matchup. And uh, I think if you look at the bracket, Franklin County probably the favorite to go to the sectional championship on the other side. 
For sure, and uh, that can definitely be attested to by the Knights. You know, they allowed that big comeback there in that second half. So, I mean, that's just the type of high-powered offense that they have uh, potential to do a lot more on the ground than it is through the air. But, again, they're still a pretty balanced team and could really do something with some, uh, depending on what kind of matchups they uh, find. Yeah, Hunter Tashane and uh, Bridger Bordelos, uh those guys uh, can really get it done for Wes Gilman. And, uh, his Franklin County Wildcats got a pretty good defense out there as well. And uh, we also want to touch on Milan sectional, uh, another one of our primary teams we follow. Sectional 47, Milan uh, might be considered the favorite in this sectional as uh, they will take on South Decatur in round one. Uh, could have a really... Um, Big matchup with Try in round two, and then North Decatur is hanging out on the other side of the bracket. North Decatur beat Milan one point last year's sectional final, so that's a really, really good and tough sectional. But uh, Milan, very good team this year. I would definitely put almost Milan as my odds-on favorite as far as in that bracket. Uh, already having a win against North Decatur this year, look, doing it pretty soundly. Granted, that was at home. Uh, everyone, you know, don't forget we are still in uh, 2020. It is still a COVID year. Uh, every week is kind of a coin toss up in the air. Uh, we don't always know all the challenges that each team has to face. It could be practice. It could be school. It could be a million different things. Uh, but, again, what a uh, phenomenal job that Milan could be looking at putting themselves in a position for another matchup, a little comeback uh, match up against that North Decatur team, uh, and they are definitely going to be out to uh, not lose that game for sure. Absolutely, and a couple uh, scores to get you updated on. Ron Colley leading East Central 13-6, to getting close to halftime. Milan is going to wrap up a mid-Indiana football conference championship. They're um, beating Switzerland County 37 nothing at the end of one. Uh, Batesville up 28 nothing over Connorsville at halftime, and over in southwest Ohio, Harrison. Looks like they're probably going to get bounced from the tournament tonight playing uh, Pickway, who is up 28 to nothing. So we'll step aside briefly, be back with kickoff and second-half action from South Dearborn High School. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I like that it's local and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics and you don't have to pay a lot of money not to do that. So it's been really great. I'm Chris and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to South Dearborn High School alongside Happy Jack. I'm Double T Travis there. And it is rivalry night here at South Dearborn. Brand new, beautiful Backman Field playing host to this uh, well, first edition of Lawrenceburg versus South Dearborn on this uh, turf field. And the Tigers leading it coming out of half seven to nothing. But South Dearborn will get the ball. Next results for them offensively. They've moved the ball at times. Haven't got much through the air. That is that... Uh, have something to do with maybe not getting so much going on the run on the ground as well? I, I think it's just the conservative, uh, you know, play call. They're trying to not get out of their own way. They've given up a lot of points. Uh, definitely going to be one of the focuses right here is trying to just keep that positive momentum. I look to see a lot more runs. So, you know, if, uh, if you're a Batman, I would say they're going to put the ball in the air after they get this uh, kickoff. All right, Joseph Hibbard will kick off for the Tigers, and it's a good one. Backing up, Bailey Whitelock to the 10-yard line. He's going to try to bring it out to his right. Hops over one of his own players and is able to get the edge before, oh, he's in a wrestling match with Wyatt Hartman now. But the ball came out. I think he was uh, marked down forward progress-wise. Tigers are saying that they should have the ball. 
yeah, I'm not for sure what's going on there, and I'm not for sure. You know, looking at some laundry on the field, we saw plenty of flags earlier, but, man, there was a whole lot of extracurricular activity there. Yeah, South Dearborn's going to uh, have the possession here. Uh, yes, definitely some extracurriculars here on the near sideline as Wyatt Hartman and Bailey Whitelock got locked up. <laughs> that may be an understatement for sure because, man, uh, just glad to see it didn't escalate any more than what it did, and then both guys, you know, separated. Why don't we get back to some football? Well, South Dearborn will start the first possession of the second half on their own 30-yard line, and they will go with four wide receivers. Logan T is going to bring man in motion. Strowey will hand it off to Rogers, who's got a hole, and he is going to take that ball down to about the 36-yard line. Man, a great run. Great, good coverage up front. But if you're the Tigers, I think they were looking for that pass and got that run. Yeah, 16-yard gain on first down. Nice run by C.J. Rogers, who's uh, gradually starting to find a little bit more room to run as I mean, this game wears on. Yeah, if he can be able to get around the corner like that. I mean, he only had 19 yards in that first half and just got 16 yards on his first run. Actually, take it down to the 47, getting 17 there, Jack. Oh, don't want to short that. Heck yeah. Might have to start using a pencil over there. <laughs> First down for South Dearborn. We'll go here to the near side to Hunter Hatfield. He's going to pick up a modest gain of three on the pitch and catch from Logan Teeth. So right at the 50-yard line. So South Dearborn looking to maybe strike quickly here. Well, but they're also doing it safely. They're not, you know, they're not trying to go for these eight, ten-yard passes. They're staying away from the middle of the field. Uh, I think they're kind of doing what uh, Lawrenceburg thought they were going to do. Uh, they're just being able to have a little more success so far, at least in the second half. Going to stick with this four-wide receiver set, three to the strong side of the field. Rally in motion again. That means they're going to hand it off to Rogers, and this time he is met. Right at the line of scrimmage, maybe lost a yard. I'm sitting right on the 50-yard line, Jack, and they got that marked at the uh, 49, so loss of one. I mean, uh, I think we all kind of saw that play coming. I really wanted to see him pull that ball back out and try and hit one of those receivers out there on the edge, but I think that conservative play call is what the uh, doctor has ordered so far, at least here in the second half. Well, I didn't get my space heater up here, but I do got to give a uh, shout-out to Steve Geesting for uh, setting me right here on the 50-yard line. That's a pretty, <laughs> pretty great spot here. What? South Dearborn High School. He even offered me to get me a drink. So, you know, you just <laughs> never know. I love the little preferential treatment. I'll take it. Third down, and <laughs> Braden York makes a play in the backfield, bringing down C.J. Rogers right at the line of scrimmage. And that is going to force a punt. Boy, seeing a lot more intensity in that front line from the Tigers here, uh, definitely trying to make a statement of their own. Then Braden York, a good player in his own right. We don't call his name a bunch because Ethan Paris and Ashton Craig usually around every single tackle. But, man, that uh, front four for Lawrenceburg, as scary as it gets in high school football. Dalton Hatfield, another good punt. He has been uh, fantastic, and that takes an incredible bounce. All the way down to about the eight-yard line. I think they found a hard spot, Travis. Now, that ball bounced and went like a rock. Well, this might be the uh, first time I've ever given a postseason award to a special teams player. Dalton Hatfield does much more than just uh, punt the ball. I mean, he's playing great at defensive end, but my goodness, he's had an impact on this game uh, with, you know, three or four really good punts. 
I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, I've watched some of that punter school, little uh, Pat McAfee action, you know, kind of just <laughs> for the know, brand. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Uh, but, I mean, right there, that's just some great, great football and a great asset for the Knights for sure. Tigers backed up. Second worst field position they've had tonight. They did start a drive on their own three. They're at their own eight here. Looking to try to go the length of the field and go up two scores. Garrett Yoon back to pass. He's got that quick out to Daya Patel. And he is knocked down. Good tackle by Drake Peets. We've seen him make a number of good plays from his cornerback position. Got about three yards on that first down play, did the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, it's still just a big cushion. I mean, he's able to close that distance quick, but still giving a little too much. Uh, at this point in time, I would almost like to see him turn around to one of his corners and say, hey, come back me up here. I'm going to try and pick this ball. Second down and seven for the Tigers. Haven't had a lot of explosive plays on offense that we're accustomed to seeing, but uh, that's a credit to South Dearborn's defense. Pete's is coming off the edge with the blitz, and they got Adam Bird tied up near the line of scrimmage. I don't think he got anything there, Jack. No, he got nowhere. I was able to avoid the one tackle, but they just had such pressure up front, uh, nowhere to go with the ball there. So just a great defensive stop for the night. Third down upcoming for the Tigers. Yeah, aforementioned Braden York checking in on offense. Likely in there to be an extra blocker, but they do use him in the passing game every now and again. You get the, that man in motion, and it's uh, it's uh, all that those Knights could do to get him down if he gets going forward. If he gets going forward, don't get in his way. <laughs> and South there, we're going to bring another blitz. Yoon gets around the blitz, fires towards the sideline, and that ball... Is going to be knocked down. It was intended for Aiden Gilmore. Yeah, just uh, no room really to fit that pass in there. And thankfully, Yoon was able to get out of the end zone. He went to scramble and went back into the uh, uh, behind the, uh, <laughs> uh, or I should say, all the way back in the end zone. I thought, man, if he gets tackled there, that is not going to be good. But at least he was able to get the ball out, but just no really receiver option. So uh, great job to the Knights from a big, big stop to open up this uh, uh, second half as far as for their uh, defensive position. Absolutely. Credit Blake Bartley with the, Coverage on Aiden Gilmore. Dakota Roth back to punt. He's had a pretty good night back there as well. Gets away a good one. Drives Whitelock back to around the 50. Oh, big block is going to be a penalty as it is going to negate a pretty good run from Whitelock. He got it down to about the 30, but uh, see who that penalty was on. Yeah, looks like Blake Bartley. So as he makes the really good play on defense, just made a destroyer-type block on a uh, guy that just wasn't aware that he was there, kind of a defenseless situation. Uh, my band teacher would call that a bonehead play. Uh, you know, did not need to be there, didn't need to be done. Um, but, uh, you know, again, in the moment, you just see a defender, you go after, you make a stop. You're not necessarily looking whether they're facing <laughs> left, right, or right at you. But, man, uh, still just a uh, unfortunate, unforced error there. And, a, uh, you know, it's a physical game. You want to you wanna hit people, but you want to hit them in the way you're intended to. So, uh, unfortunate situation there for South Dearborn. Could have had the ball near Lawrenceburg's 30, and now they're going to have it on their own 35. So four wide receivers set again for South Dearborn. they got three bunched up here on the short side of the field. Pistol formation. 
Bartley in motion to the left. Tease hands it off. And Alex White coming up to make the stop right at the line of scrimmage, maybe one yard for Rodgers. So that might be a generous one yard, but either way, just not a whole lot of running room in the middle right at the moment. Actually, uh, they marked him right there at the 35, so no gain on first down. That Tigers run defense, been pretty stout all year long. Yeah, Knights really did throw him off there with a little bit of work on the outside, but so far uh, definitely coming out there in the second half. Uh, hold very stout there in the middle. Four wide receivers again for South Dearborn trying to spread out this Tigers defense. They'll hand it off again. And again, a uh, minimal gain as Jake Pierce came up to make the tackle on Rodgers. Got two yards. Going to set up a third and eight. With South Dearborn has the ball on their own 38. And I know they're trying to play a little conservative, Travis, but again, we could really see them, you know, try and break out here maybe just a little bit. Uh, almost make this a, a fourth down type territory, but it means you got to be able to get some positive yards. So uh, I'm recommending putting the ball in the air, but don't go try and get too crazy with it. Out there, Bourne has converted a couple of third downs here tonight. See if they got another one in them here as uh, that ball is thrown high, intended for Reese Willoughby here on the near side, right around the 50 yard line. Boy, a little bit better ball there, and that would have been a completion. They had that nice uh, first down uh, yardage. All you had to do was just, uh, you know, have that ball just down about about a foot there because that was over the head. Looks like Logan maybe rushed that throw just a little bit. That's really one of those timing throws that's really tough, especially when you've got a slower-paced game because most of your quarterbacks are much more uh, prefer a uh, faster-paced uh, type of game. So we're going to see Dalton Hatfield punt again. He's been very good back there. Powerful right leg, and he gets another good punt away. Of course, that one uh, trails out of bounds. Maybe not his best effort tonight. Oh, they're going to give him all the way Almost marked that up to about the 36 or 37-yard line. Yeah, so definitely a little costly by that ball going out of bounds. Otherwise, it looked like it was going to be closer down to that 25. So, yeah, they kind of gained a little yardage there off of that uh, miscue from the punt. They give him the 37. 6.17 left to play here in the third quarter. Lawrenceburg still leading it 7 to nothing over there. Bitter rival South Dearborn. There's a lot of mutual respect from both sidelines. Saw uh, Coach Kanega, Coach Ballard cutting up before the game at halftime. Um, pretty good friends, um, all things considered out there. They're not, maybe not so uh, friendly today wanting to uh, beat each other in this game, but that's uh, certainly understandable as there is no running room available there up the middle for Adam Bird. This uh, South Dearborn defense has played really, really well tonight. Yeah, but this is why I, you know, I definitely equate this to that sibling rivalry. I mean, you have respect for each other at the same. You still want to make sure who's number one, who's yeah. not. thing is, when you grow up so close uh, in proximity to one another, these schools are only separated by a couple of miles. Everybody shops at the same stores. They go to the same restaurants. I mean, you grow up playing against each other. You know the kids on the other side. So um, that's more about, um, yes, that's like a sibling rivalry. You just want to uh, be the big brother. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yoon back to throw. Finds a man in the flats. Looks like that was Adam Bird. He's going to get a couple, or excuse me, Luke Pierce. Pierce still staying involved in the passing game a little bit, but just not a lot of room there. And just Yoon was doing all he could do just to be able to get rid of that ball. 
Yeah, three-yard gain, so third and seven for the Tigers. Converted two third downs on their first drive, and then they have a two third down conversions and a fourth down conversion on their scoring drive, including a fake punt. So they've come up big in this situation when they've needed to. Yoon throws a quick ball out to Dakota Roth, and it looks like he fights forward for the first down. He's going to get the seven yards required for the first down. So another third down conversion for the Tigers. And Roth getting involved there in the passing game, always a good idea, but a good did not hold on to the ball really quick, getting the ball out there, kind of took away the uh, Knights' pressure from the middle of the uh, offensive line a little bit. Tell you what, uh, Garrett Yoon has gotten the ball out extremely quick tonight, and um, I think that shows a lot of respect for this uh, front seven for South Dearborn. Very good at getting to the quarterback. Um, Garrett is very aware of that, and he gets it out quick again. Tried to hit Adam Bird on a quick hitter right over the middle of the field. A little out of his reach. Again, both him and Keith putting a lot of uh, mustard on that ball going across the middle of the field. They're uh, trying to guarantee that there's not going to be an interception, but, man, a little tough for those receivers to grab. As you've mentioned a couple times in this game, there's not been a lot of balls thrown to the middle of the field. Most everything's been safe to the outside. Neither team wants to turn the ball over. But at what point are we going to see somebody take a shot down the middle of the field I don't know. I mean, I mean, somebody's going to need to break out. I mean, the potential is on both sides of the of the field there, so I mean, either one could. Bird looking to bounce it to the outside gets a good block from Noah Rollette and a great tackle. Bailey Whitelock did a little gator roll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after he brought Bird down, kept him just short. It looks to be that first down, but yeah. man, just a great run. Nine yard gain, going to set up a uh, third and short for the Tigers on the. South Dearborn, 44-yard line. You know, that heavy set's going to be in here again. Uh, this is likely going to be a run from the Tigers. It could be here. Uh, you know, uh, we saw a lot of trick stuff uh, for the first half, but I definitely think you're uh, 100% spot on here, uh, Travis. A little more conservative play call. If that's Luke Pierce in the backfield. South Dearborn is stacking the box. Pierce is going to try to get to the outside, and he does. Just annihilated, but it's going to pick up the first down. That was a big hit from the Knights. Whew. I think they actually gave him the first down on the uh, previous play. Okay. All right. I I look like they marked it a little short, but never mind. We'll carry on. So no gain second and ten. Ball at the... South Dearborn, 43, shotgun formation, play action from Yoon. They got a shot down the field, and he hits Daya Patel. Well, that is a dime from Garrett Yoon. And as Patel gets the ball down to the 22-yard line, excuse me, the 18-yard line. But, yeah, just what a great, phenomenal catch there. And just, I think that's the chemistry, and that's Gainer. a confidence builder. 25 yards on that completion. That's going to put the Tigers in the red zone. Now we're going to run. We're going to go back to the pass. Either way, I'm guessing the ball's coming out quickly. But ball on the 17-yard line, and that's a false start. On Ethan Paris, the senior, doesn't make many mistakes. 
That's going to set the Tigers back. See, and I think that slower pace that the you know the uh, Knights have been kind of forcing into is throwing the uh, Tigers offense out of sync just a little bit. Uh, of course, I think they're really excited because they've had a couple of really good, strong plays here too. I think this is going to be a, a good thing for the Tigers, though. They've been steamrolling everybody they played, and uh, they can't really expect that going into the playoffs next week. Brownstown Central is going to be a good uh, matchup for them. Um, you know, this could be a good wake-up call for him. And that's a bad snap. Garrett Yoon, dangerous picking up the ball there as he has some South Dearborn defenders converging on him. So two plays in a row. The Tigers have gone backwards. And we have a flag there. I think it's going to be another unsportsmanlike conduct going on here, too. A lot of jaw-jacking going up front there, it appears. Well, you get that from time to time in a rivalry game as well. Uh, a little talking back and forth. Before, during, and after, yes. So the ball is spotted right now on the South Dearborn 30. The Tigers are likely going to be backing up even more after a personal foul. Just unnecessary. Uh, you know, again, that's one of those uh, Hagford keys of the game was uh, uh, establish quick pace and maintain control. Well, the last two plays show that, that control is getting out of control and giving the edge back to South Dearborn Knights. I mean, goodness gracious, you're on the verge of going, putting the ball in the end zone again, and you're going to, you know, do this. Wow. And so it's kind of uh, uncharacteristic from the Tigers as the ball goes all the way back to the 45-yard line. The first down line to gain is the eight. <laughs> I mean, that's just insane. So nearly 40 yards to go for the Tigers. Man, oh, man. All right. Let's see what the Tigers can do. I mean, obviously, they they brought out the big explosive play. They know they've got that option. Do you hit Patel down the middle, or do you run the ball up the middle? So it is a uh, second and extremely long. They'll give it to Bird, and then he'll get two yards. And, and, and the only downside to that, Travis, is that now you're at third down, you're going to be forced into a passing situation. You didn't even give yourself an option there. I would have loved to see you maybe roll out, either have a pitch option or at least maybe another crossing route. And maybe I have a uh, way different philosophy, and there's a reason I'm sitting in the broadcast booth and not on the sideline, but in a third and really long like this, why not just send everybody deep, throw the ball down the field? If it gets intercepted, it's as good as a punt. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're coming up fourth down. You know the punter square is going to be anyways. And then you might get a pass interference, um, you know, force the hand of the defense to, to make a play to get you off the field. I'm uh, I'm definitely on your side, Travis. I'd love to see that happen. And you just might be right. And Yoon is, was looking to go down the field, but he is sacked by a host of South Dearborn Knights. And, uh, you know, there was uh, one South Dearborn player that ran in on the pile late, but it uh, doesn't look like he hit anybody, so. Yeah. Definitely a good thing if you're a Knights fan because uh, the team's about to get the ball back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, you need smart play on both sides of that ball. But, man, uh, Tigers just did not have any time to allow that play to develop. Uh, Yoon was trying to hold the ball, allow one of the receivers to get open down the field. But, man, just too much penetration from the defense. Dakota Roth will be back to punt again. He has been busy tonight. High kick. And Dakota Roth hasn't got the uh, fortunate bounces tonight. That ball is going to be touched down at the 18-yard line, so not bad from Dakota Roth. 
I mean, yeah, as far as from the Tiger standpoint, I mean, you pin them inside the 20, that's, uh, you know, better than a touchback, pretty good idea. Uh, but now it's time for your defense for the Tiger standpoint to go out there and actually get a stop. They need to establish their dominance, and this could be that momentum that's going to carry into going to Brownstown Central. So, again, right now, like you said, we're going to be seeing this style of offense. How are you going to play it? Uh, this is just this kind of a pregame performance. Got a minute 16 left here in the third quarter. Still 7 nothing Tigers. Out Dearborn trying to muster something on offense. And then they'll hand that ball off to Rogers. They're consistent in their play calling, but I think the uh, Tigers have kind of zeroed in on that uh, uh, play at the moment. He's going to get two yards. And again, neither team wants to turn the ball over in this game, so we have seen a little bit more conservative play call from uh, both offensive coordinators. But we're getting into the later stages of this game. I mean, somebody's going to have to establish a dominance here. You don't want to just have, you know, uh, you know, just a uh, a call by decision. We'll use the uh, you know boxing reference for sure. Uh, you know, don't, don't let this come down to the card. Declare yourself a winner and go out there and get something. Oh. The three wide receiver set. They use a lot of motion with their tight end. He's going to actually go out for a pass as they uh, picked off by Ashton Craig. He tipped that ball at the line of scrimmage. If he catches that, he is likely walking into the end zone. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And I'm telling you, that's that type of defensive pressure and dominance that the uh, Tigers need to find. Uh, if they can't be able to do that, they're going to have a rough uh, go of it next week against Brownstown Central. There was a penalty on that play as well as it was being snapped. Legal procedure on the offense. Yeah, I think when he was kind of running to across there, he ended up going towards the line without getting set. Mark that back. Uh, interesting choice by the offense to hype up the student section. Yeah, uh, but at any rate, you know, uh, sometimes <laughs> less noise is okay too. I like the fan involvement. Okay, having fun. Second and 13. They are practically on the field. That is true. He's back to pass. He's going to come to the near side, and he overthrows Willoughby. He's working one-on-one against Aiden Gilmore. And, uh, man, uh, Gilmore was uh, more watching the receiver and not the ball there because I think if he'd have turned around, he actually had a play to make on that ball. And Aiden Gilmore is no stranger to uh, taking the ball from the other team. Three interceptions this year. He had five last season. But just a junior. Doesn't hurt that I made that pick earlier that he's supposed to get a pick. I don't know if you knew that or not, so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm well aware, and uh, quite frankly, I mean, he's seen a lot of action. A lot of teams don't throw the ball in his direction, but the South Dearborn Knights have certainly challenged Aiden here tonight. Uh, Hunter Hatfield's made some nice plays in front of him. Third and long, Tease is going to go to that side again, trying to run that out route. Man, just a timing route more than anything, and and he's just just not quite on the same page. He's overthrown the last two uh, two tries there to the sideline, and uh, coach just throwing his arms up, going, "Where are you throwing the ball?" No, that's going to force a punt. South Dearborn. Some of the fans getting a little restless here on the South Dearborn side, wanting to see their team punch one into the end zone. There hasn't been much offense for either side tonight. Tigers still leading at 7 nothing. we got 19 seconds left here in the third quarter. Aiden Gilmore back to return this punt. Dalton Hatfield's been good. That's another pretty solid punt right at Gilmore. He lets it bounce. Oh. Another fortuitous bounce. 
Rashad Dearborn as the ball rolls down to the 34-yard line. Man, I think they've uh, mastered the punt. They've been able to get much more roll uh, than compared to what the uh, Tigers have. I mean, really, that's a, a big difference so far in that field position, although I do believe that ball could have been fielded uh, and at least bear caught, if nothing else. I've not seen anybody punt the ball better than Dalton Hatfield this year. So we're kind of on an alternating base. We're not at every game. Uh, we got a... You know, two primary broadcasting teams. Uh, we do want to thank uh, Mike Perleberg and Chuck Thomas for uh, all that they have done for us here in the broadcast booth this year, uh, helping us get through the regular season. And uh, you'll likely hear more from Mike and Chuck as we roll into the playoffs next week. So the Tigers will start this possession at their own 34-yard line. A whole lot of nothing going on for the Tigers, their last possession. And off to Adam Bird. I consider that a really good run on a night like tonight where he picks up seven yards. I mean, you're not lying. I mean, wow. Uh, that is uh, his uh, second, uh, third longest run of the night. Yeah, the other two being nine and 11 yards. We're heading to the fourth quarter. Tigers lead at seven to nothing. We'll be back after this. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Look around you. One in three women and one in six men have experienced violence in a personal relationship. Safe Passage is available to bring safety and hope to those living with abuse. Visit our website, safepassageinc.org, or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990 for information and resources, safepassageinc.org. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Start of the fourth quarter here at South Dearborn High School. The Tigers leading it 7 to nothing, and um, Got a second short coming up. Out of the timeout, and um, as mentioned, and you might have heard Happy Jack uh, there as we were coming back on air. Uh, East Central has regained the lead against Ron Colley, 20 to 19, with 9:48 left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Milan had a big lead earlier over Switzerland County, so they're uh, going to wrap up a Mid Indiana Football Conference Championship. And uh, Batesville was uh, routing Connorsville as well. Some of the area scores that we're uh, keeping track of tonight. But the score that we're uh, most worried about is the one that we have here at South Dearborn. Tigers leading at seven to nothing. Offense has been tough to come by, obviously, because of that score. And the Tigers march down the field and go up two scores. They're going to try to get it done on the ground as Adam Bird. And yeah, tough running for sure. Thought he fought forward for maybe a yard, but they're saying no gain. Yeah. Going to set up a third and three. Either way, just tough sledding there as far as from the run game. Uh, big defensive battle. Like I said, I really thought we were going to have a lot more offense going on, but uh, a lot of this uh, I do believe is coming down to just some just mental mistakes. Oh, we got a uh, penalty here as well. Must be hiding those uh, yellow flags on that field. So that's going to back up Lawrenceburg. Second down and eight as they replay the down. You heard PA announcer Steve Geesting say in the background. So, uh, hey, what if South Dearborn can play defense like this uh, heading into sectional? They're going to have a good shot to get through those uh, first couple of games. Yoon back to throw. 
And Aiden Gilmore makes the catch, but he was blasted as he caught the ball. I yeah. want to say that was Drake Peets again. He's played the lumber two or three times tonight on uh, some of those Tigers receivers. Yeah, it really has. Uh, just uh, doing a good job there from coverage standpoint. But, uh, you know, again, from the Tigers standpoint, you're getting some positive momentum trying to get some of those yards back you just gave up. And so they're uh, back into a third and short here, third and three to go on their own side of the field, working their way towards the 50. South Dearborn brings the blitz. Yoon has nowhere to go with the ball. He's going to throw it up and out of bounds over the head of Aiden Gilmore. So, again, good pressure from South Dearborn's defense and going to force another punt. Wow, I'm telling you, uh, Coach is going to be uh, taking some notes there from the Tigers, uh, trying to figure out what the heck's going on and why they're not able to get some of these receivers open. And just big credit then to uh, the Knights' defense, just um, getting inside there and messing all that coverage up. I mean, South Dearborn's played a similar defensive game to Lawrenceburg where their corners are so good that they're able to play man-to-man almost across the board and let that front seven just really play free and try to get after Garrett Yoon. They've made him uncomfortable all night long. They're off another punt. It's a high one. And again, that gets a little bit more of a bounce, and Whitelock's going to field it and is able to actually gain a couple yards back. So uh, a, a gutsy move from Bailey. But it uh, does save South Dearborn a few yards there on their next possession. Really does. I think the uh, coach is going to give him the uh, percentage talk and say, hey, you came out on positive, but more times than not, you're going to do more damage than help. <laughs> we'll start on their own 33. Stay tuned to our post-game show. We'll name our player of the game, star of the game, presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. We'll also name the players who fueled their team. That is presented by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business and home Visit wardway.com. We'll also take a look at uh, the Hagford keys to the game, the Ivy Tech Community College stats report, and so forth and so on. Hey, we got to have procedures. Got to got those few things we got to cover. Right now, we got to see which offense is going to step up and show out. Tease back to pass. Flushed from the pocket. Got a man down the field. It's Blake Bartley, and he catches it down to the 35-yard line and teases down behind the play. But what a throw by the youngster, Logan Tease. Also have a flag on the play, so a lot going on there. Man, oh, man, yeah, right now, and Tease is looking to be in some pain. Yeah, he was hit as he threw, so that would be a uh, tough loss for South Dearborn. Honestly, we're in a similar situation last year when their star quarterback, Adam Dixon, got hurt right before the playoffs. So um, you hate to see this for South Dearborn, kind of a little deja vu. And certainly hope Logan is all right. They did at least pick up the flag. It wasn't pass interference, so uh, they're at least going to take the game. But right now, just trying to focus on see uh, how Tease is doing on the field. Twenty-eight yard gain. First down. I mean, yeah. So uh, looks like maybe just shaking up just a touch. Uh, you know, a little refresher, a little bit of water, can do wonders. But man, just a great overall play there for the Knights. Really the f- first big explosive play for South Dearborn tonight. It does look like uh, Hunter Hatfield is going to be the uh, guy to take the snaps here. Don't know that we'll see him put the ball in the air, so the Tigers are going to load the box here against what is presumably going to be a run. 
And they do hand it off to Rogers, and he is met immediately by Ashton Craig and company right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and an awful high snap there for sure. So just a good job, you know, you got your backup quarterback, you know, bringing in a high snap. That's a good job just being able to get the handoff done. Did not get any yards, but still, he also did not turn the ball over. Second and ten. It's going to be hard to run the ball against this Tigers defense if they know what's coming. An unfortunate circumstance for South Dearborn as Logan Tease off the field getting knocked up a couple plays ago. If you sweep around the end, Hatfield's going to keep it this time. And he got maybe one yard. Yeah, that's a, and that's somewhat of a stretch, but I mean, that's just, uh, you know, there's just no running room inside, Travis. Like you said, I mean, it's just really nowhere to go. You're going to have to either put the ball in the air or try and get around one of the edges. Well, a great moment about to happen here as uh, Logan Tease is getting some instruction from his coaches, and he is back into the game. That is uh, great, great, great news. Great to see Logan back up after he took a uh, pretty good hit a couple plays ago when he made a really nice throw down the field. Really was. And when he got up, I thought he had the option of coming back in. So I'm glad to see the coach pull him out for a couple of plays, give him a little extra rest. 33-yard line, Logan's going to throw it quick. I mean, gets the completion out of it, but just not really in, uh, enough yards uh, once he got fourth down coming. Dalton Trowey with his first catch of the night. So I believe it's going to be a fourth and six. Fourth and six, fourth and seven in that range. Got the ball on the Tigers' 32-yard line. I'll tell you what, there is a lot of crowd noise going on. Absolutely. It's always a great atmosphere when these teams meet in just about any sport. But uh, football yeah, gets uh, maybe a little extra. Nah, football's king. Big fourth down here. They run a screen play to Rogers. Got room back, and Noah Rollette makes a great tackle from behind. And that is going to be a turnover on downs. Man, that almost got broken up. I really thought the Knights had that first down with that little room, but still a uh, great job from Rollette being able to get that tackle down in the open field. I'm going to put a star next to that particular drive for South Dearborn because we don't know necessarily how it would have ended had Logan Tease not had to come out for a couple plays. Made what South Dearborn was going to do very predictable, Jack, running the ball a couple times while Logan kind of uh, got himself together before he could come back into the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, it definitely is one of those uh, momentum shifts. You know, we talk about how much that can be. Well, that definitely put a little, uh, you know, cog in the works for sure. But just kudos for being a team not only being able to come back out, immediately throwing the ball, uh, making a completion there, uh, not able enough to get for the first down, of course. But, you know, just a, a great positive momentum builder. And, if, yeah, if he hadn't had to come out, I think they would probably still be on the field. Michael Foster back out there on the offensive line for the Tigers. They've had a couple of guys banged up there. They'll hand it off to Adam Bird on first down. He's going to pick up about five yards. Not been a whole lot of running room for Adam Bird. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's only 21 yards for him here in the second half. Uh, you know, barely got 52 yards as far as for the game. So uh, just not a whole lot of running room, but... Uh, have been able to at least put a lot of runs on the floor, just not for a lot of yards. At this point, um, running keeps the clock moving, and the clock is Lawrenceburg's friend as they continue to lead this game seven to nothing. We got seven forty left in this contest. 
And they'll hand it off to Bird again. This time he gets a little bit more room to run and is able to get the five yards needed for the first down. I think they're going to call him a yard short, Trev. I think they're going to, he moved his foot back. <laughs> Good call there. So set up a third and one. Well, Tigers, and uh, this game is uh, very reminiscent to the one that was played here two years ago where South Dearborn won in overtime 20-14. to It's close all the way. Tigers had to uh, score and run a trick play to get a two-point conversion to put it into overtime. Well, I do believe if you're the Tigers, you definitely believe that you have to make a score out of this or you're just giving this game as an opportunity for the Knights to steal away from you. Garrett Yoon runs the quarterback sneak and is able to get six yards and a first down. So, again, yeah, only his uh, third carry on the night, but uh, a much-needed uh, six yards for sure for that first down. I always like to see the uh, QB sneak on a uh, you know third or fourth and short. Uh, it's a pretty high percentage play and worked out well for the Tigers there. Well, I like the way they run it more in high school, not necessarily straight up the center. Kind of, they kind of pick a side left or right, and I feel like there's a little gap to be had there. You can see the Tigers keep the ball on the ground here. That's Luke Pierce shooting through the gap. And, uh, hit immediately. The linebackers for uh, South Dearborn have played exceptionally well tonight. Nice tackle there by Ashton Kittle. Yeah, they really have. I mean, showed a lot of explosive speed there from Pierce coming up to the line. Thought he had an opportunity to break one. And then, wow, uh, Knights defense step up and said, no more. Just two yards on that carry. Second and eight from the Tigers. 44-yard line, six minutes left in this game. Tigers are pretty content to run some clock here. As Garrett Yoon's going to go under center, and that's going to be a play action. Uh-oh, forced out of the pocket, and he was actually down. That's a, a nice call from the field judge there as uh, Dalton Hatfield, Sean Somer, able to sack. Yoon in the backfield for a loss of four. I tell you what, that's, uh, Somer's been, uh, name called there for the, uh, Knights defense a lot tonight. Uh, have been doing a good job there and, uh, man, I'll tell you what, the Tigers are gonna have to try and keep this, uh, offensive drive going or they're just opening themselves up for a potential, uh, late comeback from, from the Knights. Third and 14 from their own, excuse me, uh, third and 12 from their own 40. He's done. Right, Saldez forces an interception, and he might take it all away. Tackled down at the seven-yard line. Wasn't able to see who exactly came away with that interception. Drake Peets. Well, you Huge play from Pete. <laughs> well, you talk about a player that may have just fueled their team right there. That was a play and a half, both up front and on the back end. Wow. Well, give credit or an assist to Bryce Valdez, who came off the blind side of Garrett Yoon, forced that throw down the field right into the hands of Drake Pete. He's had an excellent game tonight and almost took that back to the house. As that is down to the eight-yard line of the Tigers, South Dearborn, Chance to potentially tie this ball game. This home sideline is ready to erupt yet again. Boy, I'm seeing a lot of energy on that offense line right now for the uh, Knights. Uh-oh. I'm not going to get that playoff in time, though, Travis. 
Yep, they're going to have to waste the time out. We're going to take a break and catch our breath. Back after this, it's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. I think everyone here is focused on the same thing, and you can really feel that. And it's good to feed off your, your peers who are all focused on the same goal that you are. Obviously, smaller class sizes, which I think is a really good thing. You're never too far away from your professor, and they're always usually pretty available. I'm Chris, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to South Dearborn High School. What a development as Drake Pete came up with an interception on the last play. South Dearborn now in a position to strike and potentially tie this game. They have the ball on the Lawrenceburg eight-yard line with 4.58 left in the fourth quarter. Man, I've been on the edge of my seat this whole time because I really just kind of have that feeling there was a big turnover yet to happen. Uh, but wow, this could be a great opportunity for the Knights here. See how they're going to react. If they're going to run the ball, maybe just trying to yep. do something a little trickier. Hunter Hatfield is going to take the snap here. Man in motion to the left. They hand it to Rogers, and he is in for a touchdown. South Dearborn has life in this game. Look out, look out. We have a new ball game, boys and girls. Wow. Um, South Dearborn doesn't mess around. They punch it in on their first play of the drive from the eight-yard line. I mean, man, uh, sometimes that's all you just need to do. Uh, you know, you didn't need any trickery. You didn't need to put the ball in the air. Just do what you do best and pound it in the middle. Woo! So now the uh, ever-important extra point, or will South Dearborn elect to go for two? No, no, no. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. They are. No, no, no way. Come they, on now. Coach, is that aggressive? Wow. Going for two. Love it, love it, love it. This is a rivalry game, folks. All or nothing. Hunter Hatfield. Now the motion man to the right. They pitch it to Rogers this time, and I think he's going to get the corner. Oh, there's a flag on the play. Uh-oh. All right, but I think we're going to have a little holding here. Multiple flags on the play. Probably going to have another chance to see that play again, just for a little farther out. So Rogers did get the goal line, but don't think that one's going to stand. What a great gutsy call, though, from Rand Bowers and company, and now they say we'll go for the extra point. But, exactly. Uh, that's yeah. what you got to love about a game like this. Uh, it, it does matter. Don't, don't get me wrong. But this isn't a championship game or anything like that. It is just we want to get another win, get the momentum going into sectional, and we want to have the bragging rights over our rival. So, uh, exactly. That, Big Brother says, look out, yeah. sit down, I got this. <laughs> So um, this is not going to be uh, an easy extra point by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Abby Hensley uh, looks like she's going to be on to Yeah, because they're 28-yard. Okay, yeah. P-A-T. I mean, this is, is uh, you know, pressure kick as you're going to get. Uh-oh. I think coach is halfway on the field. <laughs> I think he he might have been yelling, please make it. 
They have no one to snap the ball. That's what it looks like. What's he pointing to? This is uh, coming out of a timeout, right? No, they're coming off a penalty. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, the, yeah. Unofficial. <laughs> Unofficial timeout. Well, we do have an official timeout here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Oh, I'd love we to will, tell you. <laughs> we will step away briefly. We'll be back with this PAT High School Football in Eagle Country 99.3. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. We're back here at South Dearborn High School, and uh, South Dearborn just converted a two-point conversion to go ahead, negated by a penalty. And uh, now they will go for two again from the 10-yard line. Logan tees back into the game. And we have a timeout. So we're going to step aside one more time and come back with this two-point conversion. It's high school football in Eagle Country 99-3. A crisp morning on the way to your secret hunting spot. A bonfire circled with friends. That fall hay in all its fragrance. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan knows what tickles your nose, and it's not that new truck smell. You want a quality, affordable, low-mileage truck that will last without a payment or a fancy fake smell sticking around. Your discount truck headquarters knows what really matters. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Find the most trusted name in the car business at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. And uh, a little bit of discombobulation here. South Dearborn gets an interception, Jack. They run the ball in, score their first touchdown of the night at 7-6. to six. They go for two. They get it. Negated by a penalty. And now we've had a couple of different timeouts, an official timeout, and then a timeout from South Dearborn as they're trying to figure out what they want to do. Well, you can say we've had two different sets from the Knights. One, they were going to punt. One, they were going to run it. Now we're there. I just don't know which which offense is going to be on the field, although I think they're still in go-for-it formation. Yep, they're going to go for two from the 10-yard line. Gutsy, gutsy move here from the Knights. We'll see what play they draw up. Tease is going to throw it one-on-one. And he caught it. Hunter Hatfield goes up over top of Aiden Dearborn and pulls down the catch. South Dearborn leads it 8-7. We're going to step away, get ready for kickoff. The Tigers are going to get the ball, but they'll be down one. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's game time, baby. Woo! Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed Internet is coming to Lawrenceburg soon. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Get signed up and set your installation appointment now at the LMU drive-thru on Walnut Street, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Compare and save. Call now and the installation fee will be waived. Questions about high-speed Internet? Call 812-532-3500 today and get high-speed answers. 812-532-3500. Hey, Dearborn County. 
COVID-19 case counts continue to rise all around us. An uptake in testing and a noticeable increase in positive cases could be indicative of a potential spike in our area. As you continue to gather with friends and family, please encourage those around you to practice social distancing and wear a mask. Consider outdoor events and activities. If you experience headache, sore throat, body aches, fatigue, or a loss of taste or smell, note that these could be symptoms of COVID-19. If feeling ill, please do not go to work. Visit public places or be near others. To determine your status, get tested through your primary care provider or at our local Optum testing site. This message is a service of the Dearborn County Health Department. Welcome back to South Dearborn High School. We're still trying to catch our breath after the Knights have just come from behind to take an 8-7 lead. Logan Tease throwing a dime to Hunter Hatfield on a two-point conversion from the 10-yard line. Game's not over yet, though. Plenty of time for the Tigers. There's the kickoff. Aiden Gilmore going to receive it around the 15-yard line. And he'll take it out to about the 24. That's where the Tigers will start this possession. And, and man, just uh, I'm just stunned, Travis. I really am, uh, you know, believe it or not, at a loss for words. I mean, that's just a phenomenal, a very, very gutsy call from the Knights. But I tell you what, when you, you know, being kind of just grind your way throughout the game, uh, not really a big surprise. The only big surprise is that they showed their hand and then went ahead and did it anyway. Absolutely. So 4.48 left in this contest. South Dearborn leads it 8-7. to seven. We'll see if Garrett Yoon and his Tigers offense have an answer. We'll swing it out quick to Daya Patel. And he's going to get 10 yards and a first down. We've seen them playing off of Daya Patel pretty much all night. They've run that comeback route several times. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's really kind of uh, like, you know, they've had it available most of the time. However, uh, you know, haven't really been able to turn that into first downs for the most part. I mean, they got one here, but for the most part, it's just been four and five yards. Four, five, six yards each time. But uh, you think you would take that each and every time. And the double move's got to be there at some point as they throw that same route again. This time, Garrett Yoon a little high on his throw to Dia Patel. Well, I think he was a little rushed, a little pressure up the middle there because Dyer was not ready for that ball yet anyways. Uh, I mean, he's tall enough. He actually probably could have still got it, but maybe at least got a hand on it. But as we know, if you get a hand on it, you got a chance to catch it. (laughs) What a game it has been here tonight at South Dearborn. Man, just a mind-blowing game, but a great matchup, a true slugfest. Three wide receivers for the Tigers. Looks like South Dearborn is going to bring some pressure. Yoon rolls to his right. He's got Aiden Gilmore. That's going to be a first down. Got about 15 yards on that catch. Yeah, actually had two receivers there. Dakota Roth was in the same area and could have also caught that ball. But, man. And with each first down, clock stops momentarily as they reset the chains. 4.15 left in this contest. Ball near midfield on the Tigers' 48-yard line. Little counter play to Adam Bird. He breaks a couple of tackles and is able to get one yard. There has not been a lot of running room. Yeah, not a whole lot there, and I think he really expected even more pressure. He probably had a chance to be able to break outside for at least just a couple more yards, but uh, we just really couldn't see. There was, everything was kind of uh, congested there in the middle. Sean Somer, Jared Montgomery coming up from their linebacker spots. They've played well tonight. This has that. Front four for South Dearborn. Looks like they're going to bring some pressure here as Yoon rolls to his left. And he uh, 
completes the pass to Aiden Gilmore down to the 45-yard line. A six-yard gain that's going to set up third and short for the Tigers. And with 3.15 left in the game, Tigers are uh, it's four down territory. in four-down territory the rest of the game, no matter where they are at on the field. Three wide receivers here to the near side. Bird in the backfield. He splits out of the backfield. Yoon was looking like he wanted to do a quarterback keeper, and now he's able to scramble. Oh, wow. Interesting call here. It looks like maybe Garrett ran into the marker out of bounds, but there's a flag thrown. Looks like it's going to be a personal foul against the South Dearborn defense. I mean, when we're talking about smart football, it starts on both sides of the ball. Yeah, so unfortunate penalty. Yeah, we saw the penalties affect the Tigers in the first half quite a bit, so uh, kind of that's coming full circle here. Uh, Just an unfortunate, uh, you know, late hit there. Uh, I know everyone's aggressive. They're feeling the the, uh, energy of having the lead here, but, man, you have to try and play, calm down and play within yourself and uh, see if you can get a stop if you're the ninth. If you're the Tigers, you're going to have to try and find a way to put the pedal down and get this uh, ball in the end zone. Down to the South Dearborn 28-yard line. Four wide receiver set again. Bird in the backfield. Yoon back to throw. He got good protection. He's throwing it to the pylon to Daya Patel, but good coverage again from that South Dearborn secondary. Boy, almost could have had a little offensive uh, interference there, but it was, I don't know if this was really a catchable ball, but uh, Patel kind of got into the back of the receiver there just a touch. Or the defender in that case. 2.46 left in the game. Tigers have a second and 10 from the South Dearborn 28-yard line. And we've already seen that, at least based off of earlier, still outside of that uh, field goal range for them to even think about at this point in time. Yoon rolls to his right. He finds Dakota Roth. That's going to be a about a five- or six-yard gain, set up a third manageable for the Tigers. Hunter Hatfield with the tackle. Down to the 23, so five-yard gain. Third and five for the Tigers. Big, big moment in this game. South Dearborn's defense has been so good all night long. They've been they bent, but they haven't broken but the one time. So do you run this bird straight up the middle, or are you going to try and you know put this in Yoon's hands? The, the tendency has been to run the ball in this situation for the Tigers, but I think they're going to take a timeout and talk about it. We'll take a timeout with them. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Garing today at 812-934-6088 or visit GaringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Garing. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We hope you've been with us all night long for this uh, barn burner. South Dearborn leading Lawrenceburg 8-7 with 2.06 left. Huge play right here for the Tigers, a third and five. Yes, you did in, hear yourself right. It is a uh, 
Nice lead. Wow. They got the ball out on the uh, 23-yard line. South Dearborn looks like they're going to bring a blitz. Yoon hits Aiden Gilmore for the first down and more down to the 10-yard line. 13-yard gain and got out of bounds to stop the clock, which may or may not be a good thing, but you know, right now time could still be at least a plus. When Garrett first threw that ball, I didn't even see a receiver in the area, so I almost said, who's he throwing it to? But a uh, nice completion there. And a look at the Lawrenceburg Tigers student section has moved its way down into this corner of the end zone to support their classmates. Under two minutes to play, Tigers with the ball on the South Dearborn 10-yard line. They'll run the option to Bird. He's got a little bit of space and is able to get two or three yards. I want to give credit to uh, Yoon for completing that fake all the way. I mean, he really uh, messed up some of the defenders out of there and was able to get some room. The key for Lawrenceburg here is to try to score with as little time left on the clock so to not give South Dearborn an opportunity or at least a good opportunity to go down and win the game offensively. Ball's on the eight-yard line. Hear the air horns from the South Dearborn side. Yoon's going to keep it. Nothing there. Hit right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him pitch that ball off the bird there on the end, but, you know, hindsight 2020. But, uh, man, Dalton Hatfield in there again. Third down and five. Garrett Yoon has been very good in this situation on this drive. He's hit Aiden Gilmore a couple times to extend the drive. We are under a minute to play, so make or break time for the Tigers. Yeah, you don't want to put this down to a field goal. If you can help but put this in the end zone for the Tigers. Garrett Yoon's going to run it up the middle, and he is in for the score. The Tigers regain the lead with 36 seconds left in the game. Man, nice bit on the fake, and he just ran it straight up the middle. Great job, great offensive play, and, well, that's six points on the board. Wow. Yoon takes it in from, I believe, eight yards out. How about that? Uh, so, Tigers do a good job of managing the clock on that drive. Only Yoon's fifth carry of the night and got a touchdown. Man, sometimes uh, players step up when they need it most. Ten plays, 76 yards, and the Tigers are going to go for two. Yoon quick out to Daya Patel, and they get the two-point conversion. Man, they made that look easy right there. So the Tigers go up 15-8, to 36 seconds left in this game. We'll take a quick break and be back with the final moments of Eagle Country 99-3. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. This fall, Margaret Mary Help welcomed internal medicine doctor Nancy Kennedy to its medical staff. Having practiced medicine for nearly 30 years, Dr. Kennedy is experienced in treating adults and helps manage complex conditions like heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, and lung disease. Dr. Kennedy's office is located at Margaret Mary's Medical Arts Center on State Route 129 in Batesville. For an appointment, call 812 812- 
832-5909. We are back for the final 36 seconds of this tightly contested contest between Lawrenceburg and South Dearborn. The Tigers go ahead 15-8 to on a Garrett Yoon eight-yard scamper. And, uh, well, South Dearborn still got a little bit of time. They only got one timeout, but I would maybe keep this ball away from Bailey Whitelock because he certainly has the capability of taking it back for a touchdown, which would be absolutely uh, scintillating. It would just be crazy, but you got to look at it at the 15-yard line. Very patient, and the Tigers force him to the sideline. He tried to stay up and then got bent backwards a little bit. Gabe Heyrich, Alex White, Jake Pearson there on the tackle. So South Dearborn's got 30 seconds to pull off a minor miracle. Well, I'm not calling anything out at this point in time. This game has been anything but what I expected, but it has been a fantastic matchup all night here, Travis. What a great game right now, favoring the Tigers. But, man, if there's any type of comeback here, it is just going to be so crazy. I'm going to lose my mind. Both teams have played an exceptional game here tonight. We'll see if Logan Tease has some magic in his right arm. And it looks like we have a timeout on the Tigers' sideline. Just to trying to be ready and be prepared there, but I thought they might have just held on to that just in case. We'll keep it right here for the remainder of regulation. Out there, born down seven points, so still is hope if they can, uh, especially if they can get a big gainer maybe here on first down. You get the ball near midfield, you still have a timeout. I mean, anything might give you a little bit of hope. Anything is truly possible. I mean, you know. Uh, there wasn't much more time than this when they scored at the uh, end of the first half, Travis. So, I mean, again, we know it's possible, uh, but it comes down to execution and just good mental toughness, which right now both teams have had a little bit of lack of there with some of the penalties that have gone on. So they're going to have to be uh, playing well. Definitely perfect football from here out. Well, that's been a, that's another good point, too, that we have seen uh, penalties both sides of the ball from both teams. So um, that certainly could be a factor here in the last 30 seconds of this game. South Dearborn needs to make something happen here on this first down. Get some good positive yards somewhere near the middle of the field. Tease back to pass. And Blake Bartley working against Aiden Gilmore. I think they were maybe even uh, trying to get a pass interference call on that first down play. Yeah, and in trying to do that, almost got an offensive pass interference. That was just as much uh, holding on the Knights as it was on the Tigers at that point. But either way... uh, Gonna have to let these players know that you can't. We you don't have time for those type of things. You just got to go out and make a play. Oh, incomplete pass on first down. Second and ten. Ball on the twenty-seven yard line. Gonna have to get this ball at least outside of twenty yards down the field. Tease overthrows Blake Bartley. Aiden Gilmore did get a hand on it, but it falls innocently to the turf. And the Knights have a third and ten. I feel like there's a little bit of panic. I mean, I know there's not a lot of time left, but, I mean, if you're just going to, you know, gun the ball and not really give your uh, receivers any time to get a, some, a route ran, uh, just not a whole lot of opportunity for success. They're certainly trying to run something to the sideline as well so that they can, you know, potentially get out of bounds on a reception, save their one time out. But you got to get across the 50 right now. Motion out of the backfield. They'll swing it out to Rogers. Oh, and he stays in bounds, and he's pancaked by Braden York. So that might force South Dearborn to take their timeout. The clock's still running. 
Uh, fourth down, do they not? I mean, they take their time out, but lost another six, seven seconds at least. Yeah. Not a lot of sense of urgency there. Graham Ballard, head coach of South Dearborn, not very happy about that last play, likely because his uh, team didn't get out of bounds to stop the clock. Time and situation, you hear that a lot. Um, in the two-minute drill in football, you'll hear it a lot when we get into the basketball gyms uh, coming up uh, this winter time. hopefully when we get into the basketball gyms. But now this is uh, it for South Dearborn, though, fourth down upcoming after this timeout. I mean, yeah, and that's the downside. You almost don't even have enough time to try and complete a Hail Mary to get back into position, even get the ball to the end zone with just only the 11-9 seconds there. Well, first down is the uh, first point of action for South Dearborn, likely going to run something to the sideline. And, uh, as you mentioned, uh, everybody on that South Dearborn side, on the offensive side of the ball, they have to know where they're at and get out of bounds considering they don't have any more timeouts. If they hit something over the middle of the field, they might have time to get up there and uh, spike something. The clock will stop momentarily to move the chains if they can get a first down. Tease gets the first down. They run the hook and ladder, and the ball is fumbled. It's not a first down, I don't think, is it? And it wasn't a first down. Yeah, good call. They were just a little short. I like the idea on the hook and ladder. That was a... Uh, a clever play to run. That um, going to be a turnover on downs, and the Lawrenceburg Tigers are going to be able to put a knee on this ball and survive this rivalry game with a 15 to eight hard-fought win. My goodness, my uh, heart does go out to the uh, South Dearborn sideline. Those seniors and the rest of the team fought so hard tonight. Have to slip away in the waning moments of the game. It, it, it's tough. But uh, they should not hang their heads because this South Dearborn team played one heck of a football game here tonight. I tell you what, they just went up against a heck of a Tigers team. I mean, 7-1 and one and won seven straight. Now it's eight straight. But, I mean, wow, they held their own all the way through four quarters of football here, Travis. Seeing a lot of great sportsmanship out here on the field. Many of the South Dearborn and Lawrenceburg players shaking hands and uh, hugging and uh, saying good game out there at midfield. And it was an excellent game here from Backman Field as the Tigers win it 15-8. to eight. Their eighth straight win, and they were going to sectional eight and one. South Dearborn falling to four and four on the season, but a hard-fought game from both teams, and uh, they're going to be addressed by their head coaches here at halftime. As they are, excuse me, at the end of the game, they all uh, kind of meet around midfield. So uh, we'll step aside briefly. We'll come back with our Whitewater Motor Company in Milan post-game show. This is high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. A crisp morning on the way to your secret hunting spot. A bonfire circled with friends. That fall hay in all its fragrance. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan knows what tickles your nose, and it's not that new truck smell. You want a quality, affordable, low-mileage truck that will last without a payment or a fancy fake smell sticking around. Your discount truck headquarters knows what really matters. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Find the most trusted name in the car business at whitewatermotorcompany.com. 
Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed Internet is coming to Lawrenceburg soon. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Get signed up and set your installation appointment now at the LMU drive through on Walnut Street, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Compare and save. Call now and the installation fee will be waived. Questions about high-speed Internet? Call 812-532-3500 today and get high-speed answers. 812-532-3500. And now, here's your Culligan Water Cooler Talk for the week. A slew of buzzworthy movies debut this week, all on demand. They include director Robert Zemeckis' The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer. From Sofia Coppola, On the Rocks, with Rashida Jones and Bill Murray. And the sequel, Borat's subsequent movie film. The subtitle, much too long to get into here. Drinking water systems, like the Aqua Central from Culligan, filters water fresh as you need it without a bulky storage tank. Find out more from your local Culligan dealer or Culligan.com. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Most artists agree, relaxation leads to inspiration. So sit back, relax, and take in the clear blue sky. Times like these call for your Blue Views Alto. That's right, our best vapor product yet is available in blue. Or choose from a palette of seven bold colors, three smooth tastes, and three nicotine levels at Views.com. It's your vape, your way. Views. Charge beyond. Underage sale prohibited. Website restricted to age 21 and over tobacco. I like that it's local and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics and you don't have to pay a lot of money not to do that. So it's been really great. I'm Chris and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3 and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Hurlinger Chevrolet. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia, at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth Surgical Options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. The most advanced surgery right here. Trust Wardway Fuels to fill your propane and heating oil needs so you can feel warm and comfortable all year long. With automatic delivery service, you can have peace of mind knowing your propane and oil supply are safe and sufficient. Wardway Fuel has been family-owned and operated since... 1981 with low prices and fast, friendly service. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane. On the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long, visit wardway.com. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. This is Jane Yorn with Safe Passage. If you or anyone you know is in a violent or abusive relationship, Safe Passage can help confidentially and free. Visit safepassageinc.org or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990. We're here to listen and care. Safepassageinc.org. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan postgame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. What a game we saw here tonight at South Dearborn High School. Tigers come from behind to win it 15-8. to Great drive there at the end of the game. Uh, masterful performance from Garrett Yoon on that final drive to uh, get the game-winning touchdown and two-point conversion. 
Um, man, we'll uh, get to our final thoughts here in a second, Jack. But uh, first, let's get to our Hagford keys to the game, see how they shook out tonight. Well, for South Dearborn, they had to uh, protect the QB. Fell just a little bit short there late. Uh, time of possession, they actually took care of that. But the big turnover really just kind of the big, uh, you know, kind of where they failed that key of the game a little bit. Now, for the keys for the uh, Tigers, first strike didn't quite come out with that either. Established a quick pace. Weren't able to do that. However, win with defense, and that's what they were really able to do. Uh, you know, the Knights did a great job keeping the uh, Tigers off the field, the offense off the field. Uh, but, again, they're at the end. That turnover, just a big play, uh, kind of you know, just real defeating for them, but uh, just weren't able to quite get it done. All right, thanks for the Hag Ford keys to the game. Hag Ford has been family-owned and operated for a long time, and you can find them on US 50 in Greendale. Get your keys to a brand-new Ford today at HagFordSales.com. And uh, with that, we'll go to the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Ironic jumping in here as far as talking a little bit about the uh, Knights tonight. Uh, you know, got uh, C.J. Rogers able to get, uh, you know, 30 yards there as far as on the ground tonight. Uh, you know, Logan Tease, uh, you know, overall a great, uh, a good night. I don't know if a great night would be quite way to say that, but, you know, we got 60 yards out of him, uh, 28 yards out of uh, Blake Bartley. Uh, we're able to get, uh, you know, Hatfield really involved there a little bit in the second half. But, man, it just ended up being a dominating uh, offense from the Tigers there once we got to the fourth quarter. Uh, Garrett, you ended up with over 170 yards on the night. I mean, just a, a really pretty big feat for a game that didn't have a whole lot of passing yards, a few big plays, but, uh, you know, Adam Bird on the ground, uh, over uh, 80 yards tonight, uh, just a great job. Uh, man, just can't say enough of how much he was able to do on the ground uh, and just really kind of came through with a big performance. Uh, Aiden Gilmore, just phenomenal. But Daya Patel, getting it done on both sides of the ball, uh, really uh over 70 yards. Just really love what he was able to do. Uh, Pierce did a great job tonight. They got Dakota Roth involved in the second half. But, man, uh, just some great performances all around by the Tigers. All right, thanks for the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. We are joined now by Lawrenceburg head coach Ryan Kaniga. And, uh, wow, what a uh, hard-fought win here tonight uh, against uh, the South Dearborn Knights. They uh, gave you guys all you could handle here tonight. Uh, let me get the – sorry about that. Go. Yeah, they gave you all that you guys can handle tonight. Um what a game that was. <laughs> well, I hope it uh, was as fun for you guys uh, as it was us down there. But, uh, man, you know, when you watch uh, South Dearborn on film, it's easy to see why their defense is so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it starts with their front seven. And uh, they were really good tonight. Yeah. Uh, so if we're handing out players of the game – you know, you might have to give it to both defenses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, as I was walking up the stand, someone said, hey, isn't it nice to be able to come down to South Dearborn and play on a nice field and have a competitive game? And the answer is yes. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful field, and Coach Ballard's done a great job. And it was just a uh, slugfest tonight, so uh, – Happy for the Tigers, you know. I think our kids were a little upset, but I, I told them, hey, we 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 won the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we're gonna enjoy it tonight, and uh, you know, we're both rooting for each other now uh, sure. in this tournament. So great night for the Tigers. Battled, not a lot of things went our way, uh, but uh, proud of our kids, proud of our effort. Yeah, I kind of mentioned uh, there may be a silver lining there. You've been blowing out so many teams. Uh, you finally get into a dogfight. This is something that you can kind of learn upon going into the playoffs next week. No doubt. And, you know, uh, the Bucky Express, the 
the journal or the register. And, you know, that was one of the questions uh, Buckberger asked me this week. He said, hey, uh, are you nervous if you ever get in a tight game, mm-hmm. in a close game? Yeah, we're good, Mike. And, uh, you know, my response in the paper was no. Um, I didn't know that it would be like this right away. <laughs> Buck must have had a crystal ball exactly. that, that I don't know about. <laughs> but I said no. Um, and I told our guys this story at halftime. I was like, I'm not worried that it's a close game. I trust our conditioning. I trust our mental toughness. I trust our players. And, uh, you know, I trust that we'll get it done when it comes crunch time. And uh, we did. And it's a credit to our kids and just everything we put them through. Sometimes you put them through situations and you're like, okay, will this work? You know, we got the ball right back there. And everybody watches TV and you hear about it all the time. Oh, the four-minute drill. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and our kids executed it perfectly and uh, made some plays down the stretch. But uh, just an unbelievable night. Uh, what about happened up front there with Watkins in the center? I mean, that really, they seem to get a lot more penetration in that middle, which really kind of uh, changed your game plan up a little bit. It did, and uh, that happened Wednesday. Um, so, uh, you know, Watkins has been our backup center all year. Um, Logan Lang is our starting center, and uh, on Wednesday in a team segment, he got rolled up from behind on his knee. Um, so we'll learn more about his status uh, on Monday, but uh, he was held out of this game and on crutches tonight. But, uh, you know, if you look at that, and also Lance Bates played tonight, he was a starter as a freshman. He missed all of last year, and then he's been coming back slowly off of a few injuries this year. So Lance Bates moves into guard. Braden Watkins moves to center. And, you know, when that happens on a Wednesday – you know, not that our guys can't gel together, but, you know, we've had guys working together now for eight weeks, and then all of a sudden, but you know what? They battled, and, and then Watkins gets hurt, yeah. like the third play of the game. Yeah, it's crazy. And we're like, oh, no. Okay, so now we're down to Micah, who just started snapping like two days ago, <laughs> and then we're looking at our freshman center, Joey Cavanaugh, saying, you're one snap away, maybe you better get yeah. warmed up. But... um you know, we're not going to make excuses. We didn't run the ball well tonight. We didn't get it done up front. Uh, we'll watch the film and evaluate that better, but our guys battled. And, again, sometimes you got to give South Durban credit. As I said, I mean, I watch them do this to a lot of people in the run game. But, uh, you know, we have to get better this week and get ready for a good Brownstown team. And they uh, definitely made it tough on you, uh, passing not a lot of stuff down the field. They kept everything in front of them, but uh, – it's got to be a testament to Garrett Yoon. Throws the interception. You know, they got good pressure. They go down and score, take the lead on a pretty incredible two-point conversion. But a testament to Garrett and your offense for uh, coming back and, um, you know, putting together a fantastic drive to win the game. Yeah, and, and you know, again, that four-minute drill. And, you know, we have guys in those uh, situations that can make plays. You know, Gilmore makes a great catch down here. Dia made a few catches, and then we were able to run the ball. And then, you know, uh we call a counterplay where we we thought they were really key in some things so give them a little misdirection and then able to hit it up the middle but uh you know when when you look at South Durban's roster you know i mean uh, the drake uh Pete's kid 26 he played great tonight oh, wow man <laughs> and i mean statement. i'm not bringing this up but last year i mean we went right at that young man and mm-hmm. He deserves a lot of credit because he played one hell of a game tonight. And, you know, South Durban's defense did as well. But 
man, I, you know, you go into a game plan, you're like, all right, we can do this. Oh, good. Yeah, he's back. Okay, we can do some things. But, man, um, I got uh, I didn't see him on the field, but I don't know if anybody else is listening to this. But, man, that kid played really well and deserves a lot of credit, especially after last year at our place. Um, he, he had a hell of a game tonight, so a lot of credit to him. And, and South there, but their whole team, I, I thought it was just a great game. Good rival. It was a, a great game. We enjoyed it up here in the broadcast booth, and now you uh, switch the focus to Brownstown Central. I know you'll enjoy this tonight, but uh, back to work pretty shortly because you guys have some more unfinished business. Yes, uh, we do. And, you know, we talked about that and said we'll enjoy it and get to work and, you know, go to work on Brownstown Central. And some of that started this week, uh, you know, as you put the South Durban thing to bed and you start working on some Brownstown Central stuff and game planning. Um, with all the film that you can get these days and trading film early. But, man, uh, we've seen Brownstown uh, enough, and it hasn't <laughs> changed. And the guy on the sideline still the same. And it'll it, it, for the fans, it probably won't be too fun to watch their offense because you're never going to be able to tell where the ball's at. Um, it's just kind of a – it's almost like it's a guessing game. If you know, like they got Houdini back there, and they just hide the ball. <laughs> and things pop up. And like, oh, but uh, Brownstown's a great team, a great opponent. And, uh, you know, we'll rest. We'll get into the training room tomorrow, get healthy, and uh, try to go after number 20 uh, sectional championship in our uh, Tiger history books. So a lot of good things going on for the Tigers. It's a great night to be a Tiger, and it was just a great game for our fans and the community of both places. And, you know, uh, again, I told Coach Ballard that they got a beautiful facility. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Backman and the South Durban School Corporation should be uh, really proud of what they put out here, and I, and I know they are. And uh, it's just awesome, and it was a great game and one that you hate to see people lose, but it was a fun night. Absolutely. Well, uh, congratulations to you on the win. Uh, eight in a row going into sectional, and uh, we'll see you on Friday night in the pit. All right. Uh, <laughs> we might need to send you guys some videos so you can start getting this. And, uh, all 12 has them. all. no, no 23. But, uh, hey, we appreciate you guys being here and everything you guys do, and uh, go Tigers. All right, that's head coach Ryan Canigo, fresh off a, a huge win over South Dearborn, 15-8 to here on uh, what was a great game, as uh, Coach just mentioned. So, uh, Jack, I think we need to uh, name some stars of the game, and then we'll uh, wrap up our uh, post-game show. He, uh, coach already picked the star of the game for South Dearborn, uh, naming Drake Peets. Uh, so I don't think that we can go away from that. We're going to give it to Drake. He played great tonight. Do you have a star for uh, Lawrenceburg? Uh, man, a couple different choices. It, it really is. Uh, I I hate to kind of go with the odds on favorite, but man, the way Yoon plays there in that fourth quarter, uh, elevated him. I mean, I know he had some struggles there, but I think everyone, like both sides of the ball had, uh, some struggles there, but I mean, over 170 yards, uh, you know, you get the, uh, touchdown on the ground, uh, you're able to, to keep all your teammates involved, throw some different things in there. Uh, it's just a, a phenomenal performance, and I, I really gotta give him that the edge. All right. Now, I got two guys that, uh, fueled their team, um, which actually hold on real quick, uh, the stars of the game is presented by uh, Gary Trable there at uh, Herlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. You can be the star of your game in a new truck, car, SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Herlinger Chevrolet. Our uh, players that fueled their team, i got to go with Dalton Hatfield for uh, South Dearborn. Uh, he was a nightmare on defense, always in the backfield, rushing Yoon, 
stopping the run. His uh, punting was absolutely incredible tonight. And then I think Aiden Gilmore um, played really well on the defensive side of the ball but made a bunch of huge catches down the stretch. I thought he was uh, really good for Lawrenceburg. So those are the players who fueled their team, presented by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business and home. Visit wardway.com. So, uh, Jack, with that, any final thoughts on this uh, fantastic ball game that we got to call tonight? Oh, I mean, just, man, what a great time. Thank you so much, Travis, as far as for kind of, you know, setting this game up for uh, what it could be. And then to have it live up to the expectations is just phenomenal. I love it. It was a great hard-fought night. Either team could have came away with the victory. Just happened the edge there in the fourth quarter. Uh, finally went the uh, Tigers' way. But, again, it could have been either way. Just a great performance for both teams. Yeah, absolutely. So 15 to 8, uh, the win for the Tigers. They will go to 8 and 1 on the season. South Dearborn falling to 4 and 4, but a really a great effort from both schools tonight. Um, man, could have really went any way, uh, as you mentioned. So uh, always a lot of fun to get out here and call a game with you, Jack. We do have to thank some folks before we wrap up here on this Friday evening. I uh, want to start with uh, South Dearborn High School Athletic Director Ryan Walston. Of course, the uh, PA announcer here, Steve Geesting, uh, got us all set up with everything that we needed. Uh, very, very gracious host up here in the press box. Um, we certainly want to thank both head coaches, uh, Ryan Kanega and Rand Ballard, for their uh, pregame comments, and uh, Coach K for coming up uh, to talk in the postgame. We certainly appreciate those guys getting us everything we need for our broadcast in terms of rosters and two deeps and stats and all that good stuff. We certainly appreciate that. And, uh, well, we got to thank the uh, man back in the studio, Elliot Levy, for uh, pushing the buttons tonight, giving us some scoreboard updates as well, doing a great job as always. And the uh, listeners couldn't do it without you. Um, thanks for tuning in to another edition of High School Football here and, of course, our great sponsors who allow us to get out here and call these games each and every Friday night. So uh, now that the regular season is over, we will focus on postseason play. As mentioned, we will be in the pit next weekend as the uh, Tigers take on a Brownstown Central. Pretty uh, juicy matchup there in a Class 3A sectional. We want to wish uh, South Dearborn the best of luck as they play Greenwood next week. And uh, we'll also be tracking East Central and Milan and their exploits in the uh, tournament as well. So uh, for Happy Jack, I'm Double T Travis there. Thank you for listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, The Phil Pharmacies, Caring Heating and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage Inc., U.S. Army Lawrenceburg Recruiting Station, Worldway Fuels, Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.